0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of My Best Friend's Game, uh, the show where we are best friends and we make each other play our favorite games. Uh, I am your host for this introduction. My name is Tim, and I'm joined by Evan. Evan. And Max <laughs> Good, excellent And as you may have heard from our the end of our last episode We also have a special guest coming this episode Ooh, uh, We've be? got our friend Aaron Class Who's going to be stepping up to Mike a little bit To talk about the game he assigned Cuphead uh, Aaron is a good friend of ours We've known him for several ye- I, decade I and a half I believe several decades, decades. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> We've known him longer than we've been alive Um <laughs> and no uh he's a good friend of ours he is a uh professional musician he is a talented man and he's gonna bring a lot to the discussion uh i think on cuphead so we're excited to talk to him about that um but first guys what games we've we been playing uh
1: max you want to want to start us off uh sure uh so after I finished Cuphead which I'm you'll hear plenty about later uh I was like okay I'm ready to play more like shooting games uh bullet hell type things so I was like okay I'm going to finally play Ikaruga which I've purchased two yeah. times and never played because I've heard it's like <laughs> so good and the best and I just couldn't get into it I don't know and and to be fair Josh shout out to Josh Warned me about this He was like If you're going to play A shooting game Made by Treasure Play Radiant Silver Gun It's way better than Ikaruga And I was like Yeah but everybody says Ikaruga's the best man Uh, (laughs) And like so it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's really hard to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole mechanic of Ikaruga is that enemies shoot one of two colored bullets and you can switch the your ship to be like the corresponding color or the other color and you can absorb the same color bullets, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's just it's a difficult mechanic. I think probably once you like get it in your brain and like you become good at the game, it feels really good. But I think it's it just might be a little bit too difficult for me to get there.
2: <laughs> yeah, that makes um, sense.
1: I've always heard that it's super hard. So oh, that was yeah. me and Ikaruga. Uh, so that didn't go very well. I even I just like played through it on easy mode or whatever with unlimited continues. So I finished it, but I did. I wasn't like playing it the right way. Uh, um yeah. um uh, then I decided to play uh, another game that my favorite like games personality guy, Tim Rogers, uh, has always recommended, which is the Sega Genesis yeah. game Landstalker, Stalker, uh, which is an isometric Zelda like um, you play as a treasure hunter who's trying to find some treasure from a king who died. Uh, it's all, you know, fairly by the books kind of fantasy, but it's decently well written. The combat is not great. It's I mean, it's isometric. So you've got that, you know two-thirds top-down, kind of blocky perspective. Um, okay. And you're basically just f- hitting guys with your sword into walls uh, mm-hmm. to trap them there so you can hit them faster. Um, sure. <laughs> but the, I don't know. It, it's a, so far, the world is interesting. Like it started out kind of slow, but now I've finally gotten to like the main town, and the plot is starting to pick up and get more interesting. So I, I'm excited nice. to see where it goes, though, mm-hmm. from a gameplay perspective, I'm, I'm not like loving it. It's not bad. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it is it's kind of hard But I'm playing it on the PS4 Sega Genesis collection so I can use Save states so it's it's not that bad Mm. Um, But yeah it's a It's definitely a game of the time you know Sega Genesis I think it was 93 Maybe Yeah uh, yeah, Yeah, it's old (laughs) But I've been Enjoying it so we'll see We'll see next we'll see next podcast if I finished it uh, Or what
0: Okay shout outs to Tim Rogers
1: Uh, (laughs) Hey
3: Tim what do you got um, it's been kind of weird. Like, this is lasting a little longer than I thought it would last, but after I beat Sekiro, like, I haven't been playing too many games. <laughs> it's kind of Oh, no, he's got post-Sekiro depression. Yeah, I have that going right now. So I've been playing, besides Cuphead and Bubsy, um, <laughs> I've been playing very casually Final Fantasy VI on the, on the oh, yeah. SNES Classic, so I'm finally getting back into it after I like restarted like two or three times because I screwed up a save file or I just like uh. No, nope, I forgot what, what I was supposed to do. Uh, but this time I'm actually going through it. And I think Max talked about it like I'm enjoying it. I don't know if I love it. Um, it's definitely of its time. Um, it's very much just a JRPG where you choose attack, defend, magic or item. Um the characters are interesting. They're they're good. I also just got to the opera house part, Max, and I was also like expecting something incredible, something to just blow my freaking mind, like Chrono Trigger style. But like it was it was good. I didn't I didn't dislike it. I was just like, oh, that happened. That was the opera thing that everyone was talking about. Um, I could I guess if I put my shoes into the the year 1990, what, what did it come out, Max? Like uh, 96, I think 96. I guess it would be kind of cool. Um, Some of these, I I enjoy how you can, that like your character roster party is constantly changing. Um, That aspect I like. And I do, I, I, I am interested to see where the story is going because it has like this vintage Final Fantasy sheen to it. Where it's, it's very fantasy, but it, it's also very science fiction too, which I thought was interesting. It was very like magitech, and that was a big deal in '96 um, because right. even now Zelda has magitech, and it's the year 2016 or whenever it came out. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying that. Um, but yeah, I'm in I'm in a lull right now, and I'm just I'm just waiting for that next game to hook its its claws and teeth into me, like like Sekiro did. Go play Sekiro; it's really good. I love it. Uh, so it was actually yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VI came out in 1994.
1: 94. Wow. Uh, and no, I, I have I have similar feelings towards mm-hmm. it. I feel like if the like script was just a little bit punchier, like I would yeah. really like it. But like Agreed. I'm just
3: like, and I, I don't, don't know really, if it's the <sighs> translation exactly because there are moments yeah. that I'm like, well, that was kind of heavy. Like one of your main characters yeah. is his wife uh, and.
0: There's yeah, some, no, there's some heavy topics stuff, in there, but I'm but I don't like, know how it's handled and like, well. Yeah, yeah I it's still like, haven't played it, so. it's like <laughs> I'll
1: like I'll get close to almost having an emotion, but like, yeah, I yeah. Can't, like I just can't. Yeah. Like I feel like that's the one to remake, not seven. Um, I, right, I, 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 mean, I actually totally cool. agree. Like I, I've they, also heard
3: that four is very, like actually has a good story, so I, mm. I,
1: I, I actually, haven't played it. I so. think I
3: beat four, and I also enjoyed that. Uh, the, the characters are what make Final Fantasy four really good. Um six has a lot of characters, so it's kinda hard to identify with just one, you know, and kind of yeah. live the story through that way. Um but yeah. I mean, I'm like, to... oh, oh sorry, I have my characters that I like, like don't get me
1: wrong. Oh of course, a- and like, of course you know, there are characters who I like, but they're they are not super well developed. Yeah, and
3: the... I I will say I love the part where I suplex the train. I was like, this is it, this is the part the internet has this been talking is the about moment. for decades, and then I did it and I was like, that was cool. the end (laughs) i didn't do it i think i I,
1: because i think i had a move that was better than suplex at the time
0: oh so why why suplex it why (laughs) i could aura Um, beam it (laughs) you mentioned that if the writing was better maybe and you were like close to an emotion like i have a question like when was the last time a game like kind of really like resonated with you like emotionally i don't know if it's like I don't want to say it's a thing like I get older. So that doesn't happen Mm. with me because like I watch movies now and I have more of an emotional connection to those than I like ever did as a kid, Mm. you know, like things will get the waterworks going. Is it just Mm. cause,
3: is it just cause it's bad writing? Like, well, you know know, uh, As a side note, I, maybe it's the translation too for final fantasy six. Um, that's possible. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess the writing is kind of, it feels a little rushed, in like every scene that happens it's just like yeah like, it's like i could have used
1: a little more
3: yeah yeah and i understand that you know even back then people want to just want to play the game they don't want to keep pressing a to go through like this endless dialogue right i understand that right um and it is hard to connect with a like a 16 32 bit like character just like bouncing their head around and being like my family died, and it's like, oh, I f- right. I feel but free. then again, like look
1: at undertale, it didn't need mm-hmm. you know anything more bits than that to have mm-hmm. right r- yeah, r- that's you know, true emotional
0: character character punch sure
3: uh-huh. um but back to your question, tim, and I think that's like for it's a that's a tough question like for <laughs> for Greece, I definitely had an emotional like uh, like i was introspective at least for a moment, but um right. to have like a like a waterworks like the boss died for you, and you now have to kill her in this Spoilers. flower. Be- it's like Spoilers. I haven't I haven't seen that for a while, and I don't know. Yeah, if it's because I'm getting older, or just that's just not the way games are are going nowadays. Yeah, d- uh, emotional resonation, does it have to be sadness? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like uh, that's
0: fair. That's like fair. for
3: Sekiro, I felt a lot of emotions, and that's part of the reason why I, I'm not jumping into anything too deep at the moment, because, like, it was, like, frustration and rage, and then Kinda just, cool like, off. this this climaxing, like, I, I did it! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I am I bet the climax pretty hard there. <laughs>
0: um, I guess it's more like, you know, sometimes stories will try to be sad, right? Like, they're mm-hmm. trying to make you sad, and I'm like, D- did you? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, right. I mean, like,
1: yeah. there's, like,
0: obvious ones I can think of where, like, it was still, like, more... Not even, like, Waterworks when I'm playing it, but, like, it lingered with me afterwards. I mean, like, obvious ones are, like, The Last of Us. Like, I remember, like, the uh, end of that. Like, and, you know, everybody... would That say was that, but, like,
4: definitely... I thought point.
0: about that for mm-hmm. a while, you mm-hmm. know, um... And I still think my interpretation is right. And everybody who was on Joel's side is wrong. But, you know, that's Wait, fine. That's objectively
3: me... speaking. Oh, yeah, you I mean, that's what <laughs> I think. Right? But, uh,
1: yeah,
0: there's, there's a no, whole you're just wrong
3: if you okay. do.
1: I remember <laughs> right. at the time, at the time, Tim was, I think, the first one or the first person who I knew personally to have played the game. And he was like, okay. did you play The Last of Us? Like, I need you to right. agree with me about yeah. the ending.
3: Yeah.
1: And then yeah, I did like... play it and I did agree with him. And he was like, really? right. Yes. My
3: friend is an idiot. Yes. Yes. I, I immediately um, texted yeah. Tim after finishing The Last of Us, and I was like, "I finished it. Jesus Christ, I hate Joel." <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if we're trying to avoid
0: spoilers, it's but, an older game, but like, I don't know. Um, it's,
3: but I mean, there's a there's a reason for that, and it's, we're not saying that like The Last of Us is bad because oh, Joel was no, hated. The Last of no. Us. It's ex- no. I'm saying it, it did a good That's the exact reason job, why right? it's so great. Yeah, is that ending? it had
0: strong writing and strong acting. I yeah. think that makes a big difference. It was um, like- and. In, yeah. What
1: if Uncharted was a was like a good game, like the whole thing was a good <laughs> yeah. game instead of just a good, good movie.
0: All yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um anyway, yeah, that was just something I wanted to
0: Man, run about you
3: guys. That's a that's a really good conversation though, and I wish we had a whole episode to yeah. just talk about that stuff. Well, I miss when Final Fantasy used to make me <laughs> feel things because, like, I remember,
0: like, Final Fantasy ten, like, they definitely, oh. like, I loved those characters. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I was like, it's bittersweet. You know, yeah. I felt bittersweet about it. Final Fantasy VII is the same. <laughs> Final Fantasy IX had some of that. Um, and then, like, Final Fantasy XV, I was so close to having some kind of emotional connection, but then like all the bullshit oh. popped up and I was like, nah,
1: <laughs> God dang it. Like you are so close and you ruined it. Um, uh, anyway, yes. So I remember being, I believe 13 years old, uh, the summer after I got my PS two with final fantasy 10, because that's how long it, I, I took way too long to beat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I finished it, and, like, it was dinner time, and my mom was calling me to dinner. And I was like, no, Mom, I gotta watch the end cutscene of Final Fantasy X. And yeah. I was like, I think I'm supposed to be feeling an emotion right now, but I don't really have this yet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my experience yeah, with Final Fantasy X, yeah. a game
3: that I st- I love that game. Same though. But, yes.
1: <laughs> It didn't make like, me
3: feel any emotions at the I time. I think part of it was the the the, uh, the voice acting, which... We have the tightest laugh, of course that Oh, was I, was on, I was on was on board to that voice acting back then Yeah, sure. you were I team tight Of man. course, of course, back then But I don't know I don't okay, know if it has aged as okay, well Okay, wait,
1: okay, wait Let's bring it back to the laugh Because, okay It's <laughs> acting He's supposed to be fake laughing That's yeah, the whole. I know like, He's supposed to be fake laughing It's supposed uh-huh. to sound bad I understand That's yeah, the point. It. It's just hard to translate. I, I don't know. It's just like have you heard the Japanese. I feel like I've had this discussion on the podcast. Right. Because right, right. the Japanese <laughs> is even worse. So like, let's. <laughs> he sounds like a crow in the
3: Japanese. He's like, <laughs> he does. As, I love that. As long as we're talking about Final Fantasy, I am hopeful yet frightened of what the remake of Final Fantasy seven will be. Um, ah, well, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Though. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to bring that, yeah. up, um, yeah. And plant the seed.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> what have you been playing, that
0: Tim? I don't think we've yes. Played. I'm gonna I'm gonna crank through that real quick. let um, I I started playing Valkyria Chronicles four finally. I'm not yeah, gonna talk yeah. about that too much because Evan brought it up. I think last year a little bit. <laughs> um, it's very good. I love my anime army. Yes. Um, it's it's fun to figure out who you want on your team and who you don't based on their their little quirks. Mm-hmm. And I. You know there's You see like their little like quirks and like you know Oh when they're in grass they shoot better Or when they're around men They shoot worse and yeah. I'm like okay Yeah there's a lot of people who are just like You are absolutely useless most of the time you're like not get a team out player get out um, But then there's, you'll find someone who's like Oh they have some really really good perks But then it's like oh they hate darksons Which is mm-hmm. the equivalent of, uh, in this game Of being like anti-semitic and I'm like no Get out get here. off the team get out. Sit on the bench you're out of here <laughs> You know Um, So yeah, Valkyrie Chronicles 4 is fun I'm probably only like three chapters in I got a long way to go on that Mm -hmm. Um, I started playing um, uh, Baba Is You Um, Have you guys played Baba Is You At all yet? Uh, Highly recommend it Looks really hard Yes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it is Um, It's a puzzle game Um, It really demands you think outside of the box Because you It's very hard to explain But you basically change the rules In order to solve the puzzle Uh, An example would be um let's see (laughs) so it'll say baba is you lava is hot uh flag is win and then you'll have your character the baba a lava river in between you and the flag um and so you're like how do i get there and so what you do is you move the hot tag away from the lava all of a sudden lava isn't hot anymore you can cross the lava to get Uh, to the flag what if you
1: move the wind into the hot's position and then lava is win? Right. That's another way you could solve it. There are multiple
0: ways to solve these puzzles. I like that. Okay. But, of course, as you progress further in the game, the solutions get a little Mm -hmm. bit... Not even a little bit, extremely abstract. Brain crunching. Yeah. At at one point, there was some level where I was crossing a river, and I arranged the rules so that there was always a box inside of me, but... (laughs) And but so I was the box right there. (laughs) (laughs) I I was the box. And so it was just a pattern of me ramming myself into the river to damn it while I was killing myself, spawning myself, killing myself, spawning myself over and over again to get to the other side. Very hard to explain. Um, But I would. It's definitely worth checking out. It's a really cool puzzle game. If you're into like puzzle games at all, I'd recommend it. Nice. Um, Uh, and also I've been playing Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer. i I, I, I heard it wasn't as as hard as regular Crypt of the Necrodancer, which made me interested. Right, so that's what I want to get to. Uh, I tried playing the original Crypt of the Necrodancer a couple years back, and for those who don't know, it's basically a dungeon crawler, roguelike kind of game with rhythm elements. Basically, Mm -hmm. you have to move to the beat and attack enemies in the beat, um, which is... uh, it basically, it's hard to do, it's hard to navigate a dungeon, solve puzzles, and kill enemies while maintaining rhythm. Of course. Um, yeah, so I found the first Crypt of the Nectarance to be very difficult, and I could not get very far in it whatsoever. Cadence of Hyrule uh, is a Zelda spin off of that same game. Um, and what you have is basically, it's more of a Zelda game with like these rhythm elements than it is like a Crypt of the Necrodancer game uh, in that you have this overworld like in Link to the Past or one of those over-the-top, on uh, top-down, rather, uh, Zelda games, mm-hmm. but you have a lot of room to move around and kind of find the pace with the enemies kind of moving around with you. Uh, so it doesn't feel as claustrophobic, but there are, like, segments where you go down into dungeons where it is more like Crypt of the Necrodancer and you mm-hmm. are in kind of these claustrophobic environments and those are, like, the hard points of it. But uh, generally I find that it's, Easier, which is more accessible, but there's also hard points in it as well. Um, the aesthetic, generally, it looks fantastic, and the enemies are really fun and vibrant, and a lot of it's really cute. Um, the bosses will be like musically themed versions of Zelda bosses, so you'll have like <laughs> um, like uh, one of the bosses is a Wizrobe. But it's an oboe, so it's wiz robo. Oh no! I yeah. love it. I love um, it so okay. much. And I'm um, downloading gotten, it is right now. This out? game fifteen
1: dollars or less because you just sold it... it to both of us.
0: <laughs> I think it's I think it's twenty. Okay, no, I don't five care. bucks. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, okay, I'll and do then it. another it. another boss I haven't gotten to is uh, Goma with maracas, and it's called goma okay. <laughs> Anyway, um, it's super fun, and the music is incredible. It's all like Zelda remixes, and. You know, awesome. it's seamless when you're moving between like calm zones to um mm. like action zones, like it'll like really ramp up and it yeah. I, I can't it was basically like a kind of a surprise pick, kinda came out of nowhere for me, but it's so far in the running for game of the year for Ooh. me. Like I am Ooh, really wow. into it. So Okay. Um yeah. Definitely check out Cadence of Hyrule. Highly recommend. I will. Uh, cool. Um, well, I think That's all of our uh, current games. So, oh, uh, this will date this podcast because we're a little (laughs) bit behind on our release schedule. But E3 happened earlier this month. And in order to a lot of a lot of games in E3. So we're going to try to narrow this down as much as possible. We're going to introduce a little lightning round, and maybe we can introduce this segment for other things. If we have stuff like this to talk about in the future. But uh, basically, each one of us is going to have a minute. to talk about what they liked about E3, what caught their attention. So, um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and start, I guess. <laughs> People are giving me the signal to do it. Uh, and the timer... I'm looking at our, our audio timer. The timer starts for me now. One minute. Oh. Okay. Um, okay, Final Fantasy VII Remix coming out. It looks really cool. I was on the fence. I didn't want to get hyped for it because I'm used to Square Enix disappointing me, and I'm still a little bit on the fence, but they showed more action and they showed the bite system like it's got this kind of atb pausing thing that looks pretty cool i'm excited for it the cutscenes look amazing of course everyone's beautiful i hope it's not 10 years of final fantasy VII. because that's what it looks like right now um uh, super smash brothers uh they announced two new characters the hero from dragon quest banjo kazooie uh everyone stateside is excited about banjo i'm excited about the hero he's got mp and resource management and multiple spells that looks really cool um what else happened? Nintendo generally won for me. Uh, a lot of things look really cool. I'm really excited for Fire Emblem. I'm really excited for the Link's Awakening, uh, or sorry, yeah, the Link's Awakening remake. Uh, Breath of the Wild two. Uh, can't wait to jump back into that world. Uh,
3: yeah, I know there's something I'm forgetting, but one minute's up. Uh, go Evan. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, basically the same, Tim. I'm very excited for Final Fantasy VII, but also hesitant to say it will be. As good as the original, I mean, gameplay is going to be amazing, but are they going to nail all the character interactions of the stories? It ended perfectly, and yet we have Advent Children, Dirge of Cerberus, all these crapshoot IPs that I just could do without. Um, I was able to play a little bit of Link's Awakening at E3, and it's really cute. The art style is amazing. Um, That's all I was able to play, because as soon as I was done, it was 12 o'clock and everybody was allowed to enter. So I made out... Uh, with some swag. Made out. Yeah, I made nice. out with some swag. Um, <laughs> um I'm also nice. excited for I guess this Dragon Quest character for Smash. Um not but not as much as Banjo kazooie He should be pretty cool. And I guess that's time, maybe. No, you have five seconds. Uh E is great. Okay, bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Evan was at E three, which is very Evan cool. Evan was at uh, E three. Yeah. <coughs> yes.
3: I, I want right. uh, Yeah, go ahead, good.
1: Okay, it's my turn. Okay, I'm going to take Go. it slow because I don't have a lot to talk about because you guys can't yeah. so. didn't So, Super Mario Maker 2 is already coming out this month. But I already knew that. So, E3 had nothing for me. Uh-huh. Uh, no, okay. What a waste so of time. If we're picking sides, uh, so everyone's hyped about Keanu Reeves. I just watched the movie Johnny oh, yeah. Mnemonic. I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. No. <laughs> you won't like Keanu Reeves as much after you watch this movie, let me just say that. Okay. Terrible okay. uh, mid 90s hacker movie. I mean, it's great, but it's terrible. Uh, Does he go Sounds amazing. Keanu's having a good time. Okay, uh, good. Breath of the Wild too. love it. Uh, mm-hmm. defi- if we're choosing sides in Smash, I'm also Team Dragon Quest. Sorry, Evan. Oh, uh, uh, really? Okay. I think Banjo's going to be cool, but I hate what Banjo okay. Kazooie well. stands for. Uh, I think <laughs> as a character, they will be cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be interesting, mechanically speaking. I think Dragon I Quest will also be cool, though, so. Uh,
0: are you done? Because that actually was I'm under done. a minute. So okay, that was I'm um, done. <laughs> real quick, going back to Smash. Um, uh, I think the Dragon Quest character I was initially not hype at all for, because it's like, okay, another guy with a sword. Like we have so many of those, right? But mm-hmm. then they started showing the MP things, and you know, you have spell selection. Um, it, there's like a kamikaze attack. Like I don't know. There, I think it might be more interesting than initially let on i'm excited for it if it was the
3: slime i would be so much more on board (laughs) he's ready for slime time i want slime time
1: uh i'm excited for dragon quest 11 x2s whatever they're calling Uh it actually yes i
0: um i tried to get into dragon quest before and have failed but i I have a good feeling about this one
1: you know (laughs) yeah a better feeling it's on the Switch. Accessible. Accessible. Switch, no, I, don't know. I, tr- I tried five on the ds i liked what i played of it but i just put it down and when you put down a jrpg that's it that's, that's it. it game Goodbye. over <laughs> um yeah
0: okay good talk good e3 talk um and now let's uh segue into our topic of the month cuphead
1: Uh so we're going to move along to our Cuphead segment uh, with our guest host for the month, Aaron Class. Hey, Aaron, how's it going?
4: It's going great, you guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> Hello, Aaron. Thanks for being here. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I've known you guys for, geez, 15 years. Um, <sighs> I was so excited to meet, I That's forget who time. I met first, it might have been uh you Max of the three of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was Max. We had core mm. class together. Yes, we That's did core class. Aww. And uh to find someone who could who could hang with my level of obsession with gaming was like a breath of fresh air <laughs> because I, I had a distinct lack of that in my first whatever that was, twelve years of living. So <laughs> man, <laughs> uh I just want to say I appreciate you guys. Aww. We appreciate we, you, we pulled you, down. We pulled you down.
3: <laughs> now you're down here in the gutter this with is us. Podcast, hey. This is a positive podcast. This is PosiPod.
1: PosiPod. Uh,
4: so I, I was really excited to pick Cuphead. Um, when you guys said, hey, pick any old game you want, I initially thought that maybe I would dive into a musical game. Uh, I know we've had a lot of history with GarageBand and the like. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought, man, it'd be really cool to just talk constantly about music, um, but I figured this is actually a gaming podcast, so I'll stick to the topic <laughs> at hand. So I picked something that I thought uh, could compete with what was, in my opinion, I think your guys' rank, of game of the season last last season uh, mm-hmm. of Celeste. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. thought that this, in my mind, was like the most recent game I could think of that could compete with Celeste.
3: On a side... okay.
4: Of all of the episodes in the first season, I listened to all of them. Celeste was the only game that I bought purely because I listened to you guys talk about it. Wow, we made That's, a difference. That means a lot. So, <laughs> no way. so yeah. I I hope to improve even upon that with Cuphead. But oh. Let's see what happens. <laughs> well, all right. Hopefully, uh, some people I'm, go out and buy I Cuphead because it. it's on sale. I so love it. it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, like I was excited for you to assign this too. Like mm-hmm. we usually have older games, and so whenever we have like a more like fresh and recent game, it's kind mm-hmm. of fun to bring bring that to the table too. So this is yeah. Although it's been out for you know a couple years now, since it just came to the Switch, it was yes. a mm-hmm. great opportunity. Yes, honestly, it didn't so. really exactly. come out
3: until it came out on the switch let's be real
0: um, <laughs> xbox burns okay. it was on too. Uh, yeah. steam too. Burn.
4: steam burns ow steam burn Ugh. oh uh, no well, well cool just to just to give a little bit of a overview overview of cuphead uh, for those who don't know cuphead is a run-and-gun indie video game developed and published by studio mdhr Uh, It Mm -hmm. was announced in 2014, and it was, uh, as we referenced, originally released for Windows and Xbox One in 2017. Um, The following October, it was released for Mac, which actually, that's kind of weird that it would go there Mm -hmm. first. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, And then
4: finally, for the Switch in April of this year, April 2019. Uh, The game was inspired by the um, quote-unquote rubber hose style of animation used uh, and made famous in the 1930s, um, specifically from the works of Studio Fleischer and Walt Disney Animation, um, and we can kind of dive into some of those studios and so forth for some of the like the the art. Um, Cuphead features one or two players taking control of an animated character, either Cuphead or his brother Mugman, to fight through several <laughs> levels that culminate in a boss fight to repay their debts to the devil. So. A it's kind of a dark game, fundamentally. Yeah. It's a dark, dark game. But those old uh, cartoons from the 20s and 30s are usually kind of dark and violent. Very dark. <laughs> so it's yeah, weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, you know, the story basically takes place that we have two gambling addicts that uh, just can't stop gambling, <laughs> literally to the point of losing their souls. And to sure. make good for their souls, they have to go and fight all of these denizens of this area, who seemingly have done nothing wrong except defend themselves, and uh, <laughs> well, true. we can find out what happens at the end because there are some choices. Yeah. Um. So that's just a little bit of an initial description of the game. What were your guys' impressions before picking up the game? You know, just knowing knowing it like mm. maybe haphazardly just through the grapevine. Um. Well, you know, the
0: the thing that you heard about cuphead was okay you you saw the way it looked and it's like okay this looks awesome this is a mm-hmm. really cool well animated game like that styles on point but the thing you kept hearing is how dang hard it was yeah. <laughs> like that was like really the one-two punch of cuphead right like you you get lured in from this this design and then you just get pummeled into the ground because it's just this intensely <laughs> difficult game so going into it I expected it to be very hard mm. and it was. <laughs> um, it was I mean, yeah, I mean, I was able to, you know, we, I was able to beat it. I assume we all did. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah. But yeah, Barely. it was it was definitely an exercise in like doing it over and over again until you got it. So, yeah, it, it, it met my expectation
1: in that way. It was definitely a difficult game. So mm. Yeah.
0: Next, next, what do you think um, was
4: the most difficult part?
1: What do I think was the most difficult part? Like you, you I being mean, the
4: action gamer
1: of the Oh god, <laughs> I mean <and> I <laughs> run and yeah, gun and That's a, here, that's a good hard question that I'm gonna think about and save okay. for later. Alright, we'll save that one. Um but uh to go back to the initial impressions of it. I mean I, I first heard about it because everyone was just like, oh my god, this game looks so cool. And mm-hmm. I remember at the fir- at the first E3 it was announced and it was only coming out for Xbox, and I was like I don't even want to look at it until it's coming out for something that I own. Uh, But eventually I saw screenshots of it and I was like, Oh, that looks pretty cool. But I think it wasn't probably until at least another year that I actually saw a video of it playing. And I was like, Oh man, this looks like the kind of game that I would really like. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it turns out that it was. Wow. Who would have thought? (laughs) Yeah, I because you hear about a lot of games that are like, oh, it's got a really cool art style. And I'm like, yeah, but how does it play? Like, that's what I care about. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. As ahead. we talked about in our Grease episode. As we talked about in our Grease episode. That will yes, come out yes, yes. much later.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not <laughs> out now, but it'll be out by the time you're listening <laughs> yeah. to this. So, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Um, Yeah, for me, too, like, I think it met my expectations for the most part. Um, I was just surprised that it was just um, a series of boss fights. I thought it'd be more traditional, like, here's a level at the end of, like, four or five levels. Here's the boss, beat the boss, go on. Um, I think that was the one big surprise that I actually liked about the game uh, for Cuphead. Yeah,
4: Yeah. I I feel the same way. I expected Mm -hmm. just basically traditional, you know, Mega Man format. Um, yes, exactly. Go through a, go through a few platforming stages, maybe mm-hmm. find a puzzle that you can encounter, and then you know beat the baddie with a a, a big energy bar. Mm-hmm. And it sort of flips the script because it's mostly boss battles with a you know smattering of occasional mm-hmm. run and gun stages, which mm-hmm. are still pretty frustrating, just mm-hmm. not quite as frustrating. Mm-hmm. I did
3: really enjoy those run and gun segments, like a lot. Maybe as much as most of the boss fights for me like i just liked running to the side and seeing all, all the things just animate and coming to life uh that was really i thought uh, that was pretty cool but interesting well i've got
1: I, I i have to say i felt the complete opposite way but from a gameplay perspective i thought the run and gun like because and and being somewhat familiar with the development of the game and like Reading, I mean, like I said, I didn't really read about it the first year, but after that, Mm -hmm. uh, it was originally, I believe, just going to be bosses, and then like people were like, "Oh, but we want more than that," and they're like, "Okay, we'll put in these run and gun levels." And to Mm -hmm. me,
3: they felt kind of less, at least polished or balanced or fun Mm -hmm. or. They're definitely less unique than the boss fights themselves, which (laughs) acted as levels. and it's and they just felt, yeah. I don't know to me they felt each of them just felt on the average more
1: frustrating to me than the boss battles. I was more mm. mad at the run and guns generally mm. I think. <laughs> I don't know if it was just they felt less yes fair and no. or they were just less fun for some reason I but I think the, the the real strength of the game is the boss battles, which thankfully there are a lot more of than the running yeah. guns. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. also didn't love that the running guns were the only way to earn currency to buy more stuff because mm-hmm. I didn't want to right. replay them once I had finished them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, I will say that I think I, I spent less... Hmm, so I said it was more frustrating for me, and I think it's like I spent less time on the running guns. Like, I was able to clear them faster than some boss fights because mm-hmm. I just had to keep doing some boss fights over and over again. But I feel like... Yeah, something about the way, the fairness aspect of it, like when I died in a boss fight usually I was like okay, that sucks, Mm. but also I know (laughs) what I did wrong. Yeah. Um I, but in the run gun levels, it'd be like, oh, a guy just dropped on my head. I didn't see him coming. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it, it felt, like, less fair to me. I don't know. In a game that few things really feel fair, fair <laughs> maybe. But
4: I felt yeah, like yeah. the run-and-gun stages didn't have the gratification. Like, mm. beating a ginormous boss uh, that takes up most of the screen sure. feels mm. tremendous. Right. How? Yeah. Uh, by contrast, running to the furthest right point in a given stage and avoiding obstacles it's okay yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's okay <laughs> and i w- i will say they did
1: at least try to have some variety in the run of guns with like different you know you'd get on a moving platform or something mm-hmm. you know like the, and and the, usually the art was very good like evan said yes mm-hmm. uh so it's not like they were the worst thing ever but like i definitely definitely preferred the bosses to the mm-hmm. running guns
0: yeah at the end of the day that's really it. yeah mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I still had fun trying to, like, figure out, okay, what is the best weapon to use in this level, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. to make it easy mm-hmm. for me to get past it.
3: Homing missile.
1: <laughs> you know,
0: I, 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 I know, know a lot, lot of times the homing <laughs> shot.
3: You never took the homing shot. The I homing shot helped wow, a lot I with some bosses. don't know how you would do that to yourself because it helped with, like, 80% of the boss fights for me.
0: I, uh, I thought for a while that, like, oh, this is, like, okay, it's a reduced damage, but mm, it works really yeah. well. But there were other times where, like, of course. I, I i thought it was gonna like just get me through the entire game but mm. then at a certain point i was like oh no I, this sucks for
3: this you i know, need right. I, power you'd have to yeah. switch and to I the pr- second i mean you have two weapons you can equip right so yes, usually the default so one helpful. i had was homing missile and if something come up i would switch to maybe the shotgun or the power shot like depending on mm. the boss fight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um that's actually a question oh. that i wanted to posit yeah, deposit. yeah. yeah. Mm. like what, what, what what's weapon? your loadout? What's
0: your loadout? What's your loadout? And I'll start. I mean, generally speaking, unless I had a reason to switch it up, I had the uh, the charge shot. Is that the power shot? Sure. Let's call it that. Yeah, it sure. Heated. Charge shot, shot. Call uh, it charge shot. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Sure. The charge shot one and the uh, the shotgun, the spray the one. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the spread. The spread. Uh, mm-hmm. Just generally speaking, I feel like I got like the range with the charge shot and the damage, mm-hmm. too, because that thing hurt a lot. And then if something was closer to me, I could just spray generally Mm -hmm. so that was my Uh, uh, what was your item and super oh I always had the giant milk laser super Mm -hmm. uh, always and uh, my item I switched between invincibility dash which I think is objectively probably the best one the best one Um, (laughs) yeah Uh, the invincibility dash is probably the best one but then uh, for some of the run and guns I would put on the extra heart just cause mm-hmm. I like felt like that was helpful yeah. for the running yeah. guns specifically for like the boss fights. I didn't feel like having an extra hit really helped me that much. Like mm-hmm. but, it doesn't uh, for the running. Yeah. yeah. For the running guns. It, it, that was me. So yeah, mm-hmm. that was my loadout generally. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. Uh, Max, uh, Max, you want to go next? Sure. So my loadout for the game was similar. Uh, I had, I always had the P shooter and then I would switch out my other shot, but mostly I had the spread, uh, the P shooter. Mm-hmm. I just found to be reliable Shotgun. with damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then the spread would be useful if stuff was getting close to me and I didn't want to have to aim really hard. (laughs) Uh, I switched up my specials, but yeah, I found that the laser was definitely the best one. Uh, And then I only ever, ever, ever used the like the uh, invincibility dash because Mm -hmm. I felt that that was like almost key to the game for me
3: yeah a lot, a lot it,
1: of stuff relied
0: on that. It for was manual. strange
3: how they would give you other options besides that ability. Um I also <laughs> tried to use the invincibility super attack sometimes um but it doesn't like. Show you when it's going to run out, so I would be like running through something, and then I just just come back into reality and die. So and it doesn't last for very long. No, it doesn't. I used I used it once and beat a boss with it, like but by luck, and then I was
1: like, I'm never using that again. (laughs) The the super laser has invincibility frames on it
0: as well, but but I will say uh, one knock. The thing is about Cuphead. (laughs) Don't mean to derail (laughs) the conversation Mm -hmm. entirely. No, please. Um, But like. But, like, nothing is your friend, right? Mm -hmm. Like, even the the invincibility dash, even if it is the best thing, sometimes I got a little disoriented because you turn invisible, too, when Mm -hmm. you're doing it. So you don't know always exactly where you're popping out. I mean, Mm -hmm. you figure it out kind of eventually. but So, you know, I would get hurt sometimes where I reappeared on that. Mm -hmm. With the super, you get the iframes, but you kind of do this little, like, Pop out of it, yeah, and, and fall down a little bit. Fall yeah. on something yeah. that hurts you, mm-hmm. you know. So like you're always kind of putting yourself in danger. Yeah, regardless. I mean,
3: I feel like you you get a hang of it pretty quickly, but yeah, in those first few missions, it's just like, oh my god, where did I go? And then I just explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, real quick for my loadout, I always use the homing missile. Like I said before, like I w- I don't know why you would not have that always equipped. Um, like I said, like the other second weapon you can definitely switch between i like the shotgun sometimes because i just like flying up to the guy the boss and just shoot him in the face and then running away again but it was just so powerful like you would just like jumping you're just jumping around you're just like shooting missiles constantly so when you're evading danger you're just putting in those that damage uh max you look like you want to say something oh i i used to be like you
4: (laughs) (laughs) okay i used to use i used to use the homing weapons (laughs) Aaron, I used the uh, so I I feel like my loadout I figured out a way to be very defensive. So I used the mm. the homing shot and then um, put in the boomerang shot or reverse shot. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That yeah. was like basically the way That's I could try and evade everyone while filling the screen with you know yes. uh, with damaging shots to some variety. If I um, and then yeah, the the charm and super. It was the invisible dash and the um the milk thing. I think I mm. tried to use the what was it like a genie? Oh, the ghost. Genie, ghost. Like, yeah, your, your, your essence or whatever. And yeah. that thing controlled like garbage. It was mm, it was kind yeah. of funny how like everything in the game feels pretty tight generally, mm. except for that. But that <laughs> so yeah. that
1: one that one I specifically I was like this doesn't make any sense to me. I'm gonna like. Like watch some videos and figure out how to use the ghost and it Mm -hmm. turns out the ghost's movement is just mapped to your movement so it's like you have to dodge things so it's kind of hard to also control the ghost I kind of wish they had mapped him to the right stick but
2: then maybe it would be too easy I don't
1: know because I I think the ghost does more damage than the laser if you can keep him on the boss Mm -hmm. but then you have to move so Mm-hmm. yeah in a game where every
0: move you make counts towards your survival it just mm-hmm. like doesn't really make a lot of sense to me yeah. you know? yeah it's a weird it's a weird thing mm-hmm. um th- so you guys did anybody else like really use the power shot much because for me i thought that was key to like killing bosses quickly uh, like that was uh
1: i used it for a bit like in the middle of the game but i th- <laughs> Found that just the the basic Shot plus the shotgun served me More in more situations mm-hmm. and it Was yeah, yeah. I feel like the charge shot was a riskier Move because like mm-hmm. maybe you'd Miss your charge and then that's like seconds wasted Instead I, of I don't you know. miss all right. <laughs> okay, okay.
3: I feel Like I use it on yeah very specific Bosses like the dragon fight Where you're just like jumping on the clouds I would use that charge shot like all the time um, And then switch yeah. to homing maybe Halfway through when other yeah. things Started
4: happening For sure. Um, How often did you guys try and utilize parry? Uh, Did you, like try and get every one or was it just kind of a uh, catch as catch can when I could get one yeah, without no. getting hurt, I would <laughs> exactly. go for it.
0: Yeah. Um, but it was like, and for me, like the Perry was fun, but, and I don't want to say it was inconsistent cause I'm sure it was me mm-hmm. that was having problems. But like sometimes I felt a little like screwed over. Like, it's like, I got that. Yeah. Parry. I know yeah. I did, but mm-hmm. I'd still get hurt. Yeah. Um, the hitbox on it, I think is a little bit weird. And also I discovered yeah. some pretty early on that like you know you want to so for people listening you have a parry technique you can do where you uh, basically hit the jump button again in midair and you do kind of like a little spin move and if you're touching a pink projectile you know in a sea of black and yellow and whatever projectiles if you touch the pink projectile you get a little super bonus mm-hmm. and you get a little bounce too but um the hitbox on it i felt was a little bit weird and also i noticed that um sometimes you know, you'd see a pink thing above you and you would jump for it, but I think there are frames of your jump mm-hmm. that you have to hit a certain point in your jump before you can activate mm-hmm. the parry. So mm-hmm. I'd go for like a real quick, like the double bat. tap, and yeah. or yeah, to yeah. try to get it, but I'd still get hit because the parry wouldn't come out fast enough. Yeah, and exactly. I was like, that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I and I don't even know more.
3: exactly what the payoff is. I mean, you get some more super abilities, but for the most part, I don't know why you would want to risk it that much. Yes, Max. You can beat it in five seconds faster. Like <laughs> Okay. Yeah, because the boss dies that much faster.
1: You, if you uh-huh. if you can build up more super to kill a boss faster, it's mm. totally worth no, uh, for me it took me about half of the game to like get comfortable with the hitbox for parries. Mm. But after sure. that I would I would go for them obviously if I could. If they were dangerous, I you know mm-hmm. it's not worth a getting hit to get a yeah. one fifth of a super, you know. Yeah. I I would
0: say that my entire strategy, like, especially kind of late game, was identifying which phases of the boss fight were the most difficult, and, mm-hmm. like, tactically using super in order to get past yeah, that stage course, as fast as possible, me. right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, in that respect, like, yeah, I would go for parries whenever I could, right? Mm-hmm. That the, 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 the super helped. Actually, sometimes I'd even use the... I would sometimes use the coffee uh, equip, because that would generate super a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't always that helpful but sometimes for some bosses I felt like I needed that and I, I, don't mm-hmm. know, I swapped it out every now yeah. and then But uh,
1: did you ever strategically so did you also strategically use your like one fifth of the bar like powerful attack to not hmm. get your super too early Yes. yes, that, that was a, that was a late game
4: tech for yeah. sure. I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I, I I have
0: some juice to burn. I've discovered yeah. before I need this, so yeah. I'll just like try to pop him a little bit yeah. first. okay, yeah. okay. Good. especially
4: Good. in the easier aspects, uh, the easier <laughs> phases, you'd use those less super yeah. supers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
1: to just damage the boss a little more, get him to the next mm-hmm. phase already. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, 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 exactly. Yep, 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 yep. Cool well, um, strategies. The,
4: uh, <laughs> as I alluded to, one of the things that I really wanted to discuss is how this game controls uh and especially like compared to something like uh Celeste or something that has like more platforming elements cuz this was not very platformy but mm-hmm. control is uh you know basically the number one thing it's hold the shoot button and dodge that's mm-hmm. that's just the, those are the rules mhm how did you think it felt just you know like uh on a on a really just tactile mm-hmm. scale
0: um well i'll say my biggest gripe is the thing i mentioned about the parry uh, I think specifically the jump frames of the parry not coming out like immediately, I think was my biggest thing, but otherwise I thought it felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it took me a little while to get a hang of the, uh, you know, the aiming diagonally and up and having to press like the R button to ground yourself. Yeah. But after a while, after a while, I kind of got the hang of it. I would die every now and then because of it, but yeah. I
4: don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I found that rather than using a sh- the the lock and shoulder and diagonal, I just tried to fill up the screen horizontally, um, but mm-hmm. that was kind of like a, a a result of using that boomerang shot and then the homing mm-hmm. shot where you, you know, anytime you weren't lateral to an opponent, you could just use that homing shot and, sure. and just mm-hmm. sort of run away.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, you know, my whole strategy was locking myself in place and aiming diagonally. Uh, Interesting. But I found that the, the game controlled excellently. Um, mm-hmm. I did have some uncomfortable... Uncomfortableness with the parry early on, but eventually I kind of mostly figured. I mean, it's not like I nailed every parry always, certainly. <laughs> uh, but it got more comfortable as I played more. So uh, the uh, the ghost parry levels were actually really fun. I yes. <laughs> I wanted to, yeah, I wanted
0: to bring those up. Those <laughs> yeah. were really fun.
4: It would have been yeah. nice if you could revisit those because I think Agreed. like it takes place <laughs> in a mausoleum and the mausoleum breaks
0: when you yeah, win. yeah. breaks apart. Yeah. So you yeah. can't
4: like go back and practice parries. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could that, only those... really practice on uh, running guns.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you felt pretty cool when you were just, like, popping, like, five ghosts in midair with your your Stinger parries, right? Like, that was very so good.
1: <laughs> yeah. The uh, the parry has uh, a very small, like, freeze. Uh, mm-hmm. that also. I mean, like, Gunstar Heroes did that. There's another running gun for you. Uh, mm-hmm. You could grab enemy grenades and throw them back to them in Gunstar Heroes, and it had a, like whatever millisecond freeze in the action and Mm -hmm. this this basically does that as well that always feels good that feels good evan what did you think
3: i also enjoyed how like ducking actually did things sometimes like it's kind of Mm -hmm. weird to say but some games just give you ducking just for no good reason but there are many moments where i ducked to get out of the way of something coming towards me and i was like well done cuphead thank you
0: <laughs> yeah like
3: there was even like some boss fights
0: where i was like how could i have avoided that and then i remember that i could duck i was like oh. <laughs> <It's so laughs> ducking." <laughs> yes yes yeah um i actually also forgot i think for like maybe like a few bosses that i could shoot up just because i think like aaron said like you could get by a lot by just shooting horizontally but there's some mm-hmm. bosses you have to aim up at mm-hmm. right? so mm-hmm. um yeah
4: well, uh, there, there are some references to Gunstar Heroes that, that we can certainly talk about. But overall, uh-huh. there are just an absolute ton of references to all kinds of crazy things. Did you guys uh-huh. notice any, any references that like really struck you or, or anything? Like A lot of them are subtle. A lot of them uh, I had to look up and be like, that's mm-hmm. interesting. What, is, what, what, what does that mean? Who is this? Mm-hmm. What is this name? Who is this about?
0: I honestly didn't notice, I think, game references specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Did you guys? I... <laughs> if I did, I references? forgot about them.
3: Yeah, same. I mean, like, Cuphead himself, I'm just, like, looking at him. Is like, it's totally Mickey Mouse, but with a Cuphead. <laughs> um, but <laughs> so, besides that obvious uh, comparison, I couldn't really pick anything out for you there was one
0: thing i had a question about which may may be a reference and may not be okay. um you know there's a lot of npcs around and they usually uh. don't really tell you anything mm. important as far as i know unless they're referencing things and there's like this group of like three barbershop kids yeah. and they're looking for their fourth, fourth guy, and nine. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, is, "That's probably gonna be a boss I fight," but I don't think I ever fought a barbershop man. Mm. So unless that was the clown dude, but I don't know, was that mm. something, Aaron, or no? Yep.
4: The fourth <laughs> member of the barbershop is hiding, uh, like behind a building, sort of like in the water, like oh. near the oh. edge. And if you, okay. uh, if you return him to the rest of his quartet, they sing a song encouraging you to take a break from playing. <laughs> oh. Thank you. <laughs>
1: yes, that's actually pretty fun. Nice, yeah, yeah, that's I like good. that. <laughs> There nice. was also a turtle who like berates you for killing enemies because I believe you can beat the run and gun levels without killing an enemy and it gives you a special uh, like rank. I have yes. never yeah. did it. I didn't want to try that because the I, pacifist yeah, that's rank that's... a P, yes. rank. P rank. And if
4: you get all P ranks on all the running guns, you can play in black and white. Ah. Oh, I want that. Yeah. I really That's want neat, that. Actually. I wonder if my TV
1: has that setting and I can just <laughs> spare myself some of <laughs> it. Yeah.
4: Well, Evan, I just wanted to mention, since you brought up uh, Cuphead's design, definitely mm. Mickey Mousey. Um I'm very Mickey Mug Mousey. Des- uh, Mugman's design, well, specifically the color palette and kind of his name, I think mm. is an allusion to Mega Man. Mugman, uh, Mega uh, Man. I can Man. see that. Um, Mugman. Uh, one of my, so we talked about Gunstar here slightly. Uh, oh. There's the fun house level, which oh. has like the gravity inversion, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. The gravity yeah. inversion level. Um, so that is basically a direct uh, reference to ooh, a Gunstar ooh. course.
1: So, I've got another Gunstar reference now that I'm thinking. Yep. The Dice King is basically exactly. uh, built like the Dice Maze level in Gunstar Heroes. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. okay. Uh, that was and where then, I really... Did you guys like... Did you get to a point where you could choose the number on his dice? Yeah, yeah okay. pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I like, jumped two numbers before the number oh, I wanted. I on jumped one yeah. number
0: before. No, yeah, oh, I jumped from further away. I wanted. I got a little. Oh, I jumped directly down. underneath the dice. Oh, okay, that's yeah, why I, I like jumped over from the okay. side. Arc, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. For for those wondering, what that was was uh, the second to last <laughs> boss is like a boss rush, and maybe one of the more frustrating parts of the game for me personally but like uh you can basically you're on a roulette board kinda i don't actually know exactly what gambling game it is but Mm -hmm. there's like a slowly moving die and you can like kind of pinpoint the number on the die that you want and it takes you to like a series of
1: boss fights
4: and or safe
1: spaces so or mm -hmm. safe choosing the number really helps you out Mm
4: -hmm. yeah um, um, there, yeah. there are like endless references. So feel free to edit some of these out, but, uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so Hit me. the, uh, the two frogs, uh, which are named Ribby and Croak, um, mm-hmm. they're, they're, opening stances. Most of their move set and their costumes are based off of street fighter. Uh, oh and, yeah. And yeah. Including, they kind had of Hadouken a little bit. Well, didn't they? and then they turn into a jukebox or yeah. sorry, jukebox, like, a. Really, so oh yeah, oh, like uh, a, a, a slot, slot, machine. slot machine. Slot machine, oh, slot machine. Yeah. and the three the three items in the slot machine represent different Street Fighter characters. Oh, uh, well, I, oh, man, I, I can't remember which now. ones they are. Off, off <laughs> there the top was of my s- head.
1: was there a snake? I think there was a snake.
4: Mm. Was that the same boss battle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, we all remember the iron giant looking robot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. the
4: uh, the phase where you have like the little guy floating around in the little vehicle. Uh-huh. Um, so I actually looked this um, up because I was like, uh, I don't know if this is Robotnik um, or Doctor Wiley, <laughs> Doctor Wiley or Bowser, because they all basically have yeah. the same vehicle. But mm-hmm. I came to a conclusion after looking at it really closely. Uh, I think it's Robotnik because the uh, the vehicle puts out a diamond or maybe an emerald. Uh, oh, so that's like the, the chaos <laughs> like a chaos emerald. That's that's all I got for that. Um, mm. There's a, uh, and then I looked up. There's a giant cat um, battle mm. in a Sega Genesis Batman game, um, oh. just like the oh uh, the, the one that starts with the rat. <laughs> they also both die and then are revealed to be robots. Ah, um, I like, that. A, I like that battle. That was a fun one. There's a. Mm. There's a game. Actually, so I've never heard of this game before. So this 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 is like a real real out there one. Um, but in the Calamaria battle. Um, hmm. the, the the Mermaid, um, there is actually a reference to a mermaid, like a full screen-sized mermaid that you fight in a game called Fantastic Paradis.
0: Oh, mm. Parodius. The
4: super... Parodius, there we go. Mm.
0: Of course Max knows it's it. It's the parody
4: <laughs> of
1: Gradius. Yes. Is
0: what it is. Uh, and there okay. is, the,
4: <laughs> then the next phase where she becomes Medusa and has the snake hair uh, is actually a parody of another Parodius game called Sexy Parodius. Sexy Parodius. Sexy Tell Parodius. me more about that. <laughs> it's very pixelated. Oh, um, right. the uh, <laughs> the train, the train battle has like a ton of references. I forget all of what too. Um, and then uh, the last one that I'll mention is that in Contra Hardcore, spelled C O R P, um, allows you to join the enemy that you've spent the entire game fighting, um, similar to how you can. Uh, join the devil at the end of the game if you so choose.
1: Ah!
0: Mm.
4: Oh, I totally, I totally
1: uh, chose to side with the devil on my first playthrough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? What? It just it takes you to the credits and it plays a sad version of the title theme. <laughs>
4: yep. oh, okay, I wondered what would Nailed happen, it. I never actually
0: did it. I was just like, "No, oh, I'm kicking
4: your ass," and that's what I did. <laughs> There's other things like um, the the little ooze. Um, from, uh, you know, like the little blue ooze thing that the turns into blue like a, yeah. Um, hmm. is the Dragon Quest slime.
0: He, yeah, he and looks like slime for oh. sure. And then sure there's,
4: isn't. there's a sub boss in the candy one where there's a jawbreaker that does Pac-Man motion. So, uh, yeah, all sorts yeah, of little yeah, things like rare. that. These are mm-hmm. just the allusions to gaming. Uh, I have another page of references. <laughs> oh, give um, us a few it is, non-gaming hit, hit us with the, yeah, so, hit us yeah, with well, a couple of so so greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, so some of the, uh. Some of the cool things that, like, it's so unique in this style, uh, you know, in gaming, to choose a style of 1930s. Because Mm, it's kind of like, how would a game have been made in the 30s? You know? Mm. How would that have looked? Um, They wouldn't have built it on a computer. They would have had to do Mm. something else. So that's why all of this, uh, you know, hand-drawn appearance. Mm -hmm. Well, there are, like, 120,000... Hand drawn frames in this game. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then the backgrounds for uh, for most, so actually all levels that aren't um, a flying level where you're the little Mm -hmm. plane, Mm -hmm. all those backgrounds are watercolored. And then the courses in which you fly something, a lot of them are like rotary. And those are real practical models that they Mm -hmm. shot 180 times. Yeah,
1: that's insane. Those were really cool too. I think. I mean, like that was I was like I mean, I was impressed with the art style, but I already knew about it. But then those impressed me again. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The the level of commitment to the aesthetic they chose is really pretty crazy. I actually watched a and maybe Aaron, you might have watched a similar thing. But on YouTube, there's like some small 20 minute documentary they did about the development Mm -hmm. of it. And uh, like you said, everything's uh, hand drawn animation wise. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but the, I think the only, well, one of the only things they did digitally was uh, they, I think they, they painted it. Everything was inked by hand, but yes. the, the painting they did digitally because yeah. they did a side by side comparison of hand painting versus yeah. digitally. And uh, it was kind of near indistinguishable. So they're like, okay, let's do digital <laughs> just so we're not adding five years to our development exactly. time, you know? So
4: uh, so yes. here's, here because of the, you know, the sort of passion that they went with in making this like, how would a game have been made in the 30s? There's a bunch of allusions to the 30s in the same hmm. way that they're avid gaming fans, and so they made a bunch of gaming references as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say probably the most obvious, Evan, you already mentioned, is um, you know our protagonist, Cuphead, definitely bears a re- striking resemblance to Mickey Mouse. <laughs> but his head's uh, been chopped in half. <laughs> so here's, here's the funny thing that, uh, that I, uh, I actually found in a YouTube video. The original design for cuphead was actually inspired by a 1936 Japanese propaganda cartoon Ooh. in which a teacup headed character who tra- uh, transforms from a teacup into a tank fights none other than an evil Mickey Mouse.
2: What? Okay. I, to wait. That I am googling this I, 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 I was that already game. googling this
3: before <laughs> Evil Mickey Mouse and now so I'm now googling wait. It What do, it I, t- what do I even type in It's just like
4: teacup head oh, Don't worry propaganda. I'm going to find
1: it <laughs> find
4: While you guys us. look that up um, uh, So the, the main Overworld oh, is called no. Inkwell And Found one it. of the uh, One of the Maldenhauer's uh, main influences Besides Disney was the Fleischer Brother cartoons and one of their first Cartoons was called Out of the Inkwell Uh, so that's where the the overworld name comes from um satan's design is actually uh from a silly symphony cartoon called hell's bells uh he also transforms into a spider in the cartoon
2: Hmm.
4: which is kind of cool um and then there's also some other like you know more mainstay well-known cartoon characters (laughs) that are referenced um Hilda, the, which is like the Zeppelin helicopter boss. Yeah, um, she was cool. So yeah, I like that one. Her hair is based on um, Betty Boop. And, I uh, see and that. then her arms are based on olive oil. From Popeye. Yeah, yeah. Um for sure. The Pirate Boss Briny Beard is based on Bluto from Popeye. Oh, he looks exactly like yep. Bluto. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um so and then the dragon's name. Does anyone remember the dragon's name? Because I looked this up. Uh it was Grim
0: something. Yes. Grim um Flint Matchstick? Grim Matchstick. Grim Matchstick, exactly. So Grim yes. Matchstick's
4: name is oh. a reference to the original designer of Betty Boop, whose legal name is Grim Natwick what interesting, <laughs> interesting. that's yeah, crazy like, what a name yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah and then uh yeah there's a there's a couple of other like cool little references like the uh one of the early stage ones you fight a couple of vegetables a potato and yeah. onion and a carrot okay. and those are based on the three stooges uh-huh. okay. can, can you know? go back and look carry. at uh, okay yep uh, I love it uh, one of them, yeah I don't remember okay. who the other two were <laughs> And then, I don't remember but, who's Mo. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then one last, just kind of like off the wall one that's pretty cool as far as just like a random reference, uh, in that stage where you can invert gravity, the Funhouse, uh, yeah. most mm-hmm. of the background is some type of artistic allusion to Salvador Dali.
2: Huh.
4: Uh, there's okay. like a specific one with like a number of hmm. eyes and he mm. did this, this thing with a number of eyes for a, a film project. So anyway, yeah, I, I was really fascinated with just how much crazy detail uh, there is in that. Um, yeah, there's there's mm. all kinds of stuff that, looking back and looking back, you always find more, more and more and more details.
0: Uh, Max has grateful, gracefully dropped this Mickey Mouse cartoon um, into the into the chat. Oh, I, I didn't even it's watch it. Nightmare. I just dropped it in there. It, <laughs> it is a Buck nightmare. Wild. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll we'll link Holy it in the po- in, on our uh, SoundCloud page, I guess, in the podcast yeah. description. I, <laughs> Let's I'll remember that, to put that on the Twitter or
3: something too. Okay, it's like just yeah, just tweet no like it out in a context like that. It's talking to a samurai on an island. I don't know what is happening. There's <laughs> there's a lot lot to unpack here. Yes. Um. Yeah
0: well yeah thanks sarah and that's i knew there was a lot of inspiration for this game i didn't realize maybe how much so
4: there's also some uh musical references and in that little youtube doc they talk a little bit about uh some of the musical references that go into the score uh the composer is you know takes after uh you know my passion is a percussionist by trade but he got Mm. commissioned to work on this project and uh In the spirit of this game, which is do nothing the easy way, they hired (laughs) all live musicians and did uh, multiple renditions, multiple takes, so in playing the game, you'll hear different versions of the song, which basically just means they needle drop onto different solos, Mm -hmm. Um, but all of this was basically done the Mm old-fashioned way. Real Mm -hmm. players, live microphones, you know, um, somebody mixing it all up and putting it in, you know, just needle dropping into the I, track.
3: I honestly think that was the only way to go,
4: because if it was yeah. any other way, it would just fall apart immediately. <laughs> one, <laughs> yeah. of the, one of the things that's sort of lost uh, if you play the game too quickly, you know, a lot of these runs are like, you know, 45, 60 seconds, maybe a minute and a half long. The mm-hmm. Songs are four to five minutes, and they have mm-hmm. endings. They actually have written composed endings, and if you are a fan of gaming music, you know that most of it is just an A section and a B section. And it's Mm -hmm. just rinse and repeat. Or classically, think of like the Tetris theme song. Everyone knows that. There's just the slow section and the fast section. That's it. Mm -hmm. And these songs have like a beginning, middle, and end, multiple different solos, uh, all kinds of crazy detail that's gone into it. So Mm -hmm. I loved sinking my teeth into this. Uh, I put almost as much time into the score as I did the game. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the the it music
0: really. is like truly like it's it's super incredible I mean number one it like it sells the style right like I mean it feels like a like a period piece in yeah. that way you know um and then like yeah you just like you'll be playing and then you just There's, like, this manic, like, brass solo in the background (laughs) while you're dodging, like, a (laughs) hundred knives or whatever, right? It's just, like, it it feels perfect. Yeah. So Uh,
4: I I have a couple of of pieces to play just to kind of give you a a little bit of a sense of how how the score sounds, and then give you kind of, like, an example of a song that I compared it to that wasn't from this game. May have been an inspiration, maybe a total coincidence, but I just want Mm. you guys to kind of give your impression give your impression on that. So, uh, yeah,
1: hit uh, us. Bear with it's, me here. It's time for Music Detective.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Our new segment. <laughs> All right. So the this first one that I'm going to play is uh is called Sugarland Shimmy. Let's okay. I like that name.
3: Just so ready to fight. <laughs> fight Prohibition.
4: So that's enough of that. Here's a, a comparative song, it. not from the game, but just something to kind of like see. What kind of a mood were they going for? And let me see if you guys know what this is from. This is uh, from a movie I'm sure you've all seen. Very
3: similar. I don't want to say it. <laughs> oh, I, I totally know
4: where it is now. Chips of oh. Boy commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound an awful lot like that. Um, mm-hmm. Is it <laughs> from <anything> the first <laughs> time? No, I'm <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's from The Mask. Exactly. That. That's a song called shout Hey Pachuco by Royal Crown Review. Um, <laughs> God, God. Shout out to Josh. He gave me that, that I was going to say shout idea. out to Josh. <laughs> he gave me that CD and let me rip it back in the day. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've got, um, we're actually going to get into a little bit of a yes. conspiracy area that I have here. Uh, Ooh, so So my, my favorite. This, this is going to be fun. So this song is called Die House. Okay. Uh, hmm. I'm Mr. King Dice I'm the gamest in the land I never play nice I'm the devil's right hand man I can't let you pass Cause you ain't done everything Bring me those contracts Come on, bring them to the king If you haven't finished your path haven't worked assiduously no i cannot let you pass don't you mess with me don't mess with king tide don't, me, don't, me. <laughs> don't, me. don't, me. don't mess with me don't mess with king tide don't mess with me all right we get the idea so here's That's where cool the conspiracy starts i really yeah, like that song good, good. Um, it's good, totally good. so there is a flight cool cartoon song. called <laughs> mini the Moocher. That's dope. Uh and the song goes like this. here's a
1: story about Minnie the Moocher She was a red-hot huge she coocher. She was oh the God. roughest toughest frail But Minnie had a heart as big as a whale Hide, hide, hide
0: Hide, hide, hide Whoa, Whoa.
4: So that that call and response kind of an idea mm-hmm. from uh, from uh, King Dice's theme to Minnie the Moocher's pretty striking. Uh, mm. And then I went a little deeper and discovered that uh, Mr. King Dice is actually designed after Cab Calloway,
2: mm. yeah. band
4: leader mm. and composer of the song Minnie the Moocher, and <laughs> featured actor in many Fleischer cartoons. So yeah. basically, King Dice is Cab Calloway, which is kind of a that's, cool, cool. That's be- very
0: cool. I um I was actually wow. looking this up like I maybe like a couple months ago or something. There was a hmm. really cool bit of animation in an old Betty Boop thing, and I think it was they used the same animation I think for both Minnie the Moocher and I think a different Betty Boop cartoon of uh, I think Cab Calloway doing a dance that looks very fluid and very Mm. it's a it's a really cool sequence and like his i don't know the song mixed with the dance it's just any the in the thing i'm thinking of he's like a ghost and he's like dancing kind of weirdly it's like a very surreal kind of but it was yeah it's good yeah are there skeletons doing, at some point? The, Are there skeletons? He's like dance. Though? He's like kind of weaving around like mm-hmm. the, the my imitation is lost in the audio
4: format. So you won't know what I'm talking about. But one um, of the flower, uh, the flower boss actually does uh. this kind of like opening. Oh, dance yeah. yeah. And that's I'm right, pretty right. sure that that's what it what it is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, one We're breaking more, this break thing this wide thing. open, <laughs> cracking it open. One more musical example, guys, and then we'll get back into the the gaming stuff. But this is my sure. this is my indulgence, so thank you for bearing with. Yeah, hit it. I love it. This is from uh, Funfair Fever. Uh, so this is like very ragtimey, where you know we had kind of like more of like a big band style, and then like more of like a you know jazzy dirge style. So we have like three very different.
1: Alright. Uh, ragtime shout out to Skye. She loves ragtime. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we should all love ragtime. Ragtime's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I like ragtime. Without any further ado, Good. we've got some ragtime coming up.
1: Yeah. This almost sounds Mari- Mario esque.
0: It sounds a lot <laughs> like Mario.
4: <laughs> <laughs> exact note for note. Damn. about the very obvious comparison and was told like, yeah, I would totally own up to quoting Koji Kondo, you know, famed Mario uh, and Zelda and all the important Nintendo game composer. Uh, but he's like, yeah, no, I, I didn't didn't think about that. I was quoting Scott Joplin, who uh. Koji Kondo was also quoting. So that's, that's kind of a fun little... <laughs> that is cool. Um, anyway, those are my... Musical examples and enough indulgence on all of that stuff. This could have been the whole episode for anyone listening. Be grateful it was only, you know, uh, three hours of your time and not 12. We'll have to do a bonus episode
0: on music sometime. I think that's something we can make happen. So,
4: mm-hmm. uh, so th- this is a little bit more of a, a gimme question here. So we can go around and, and give me your favorite boss battle. The One you enjoyed the oh, most, and en- enjoyed
0: the most. Which okay. one did I
3: hate the least? Let's okay, wait. <laughs> I have a. I actually, Not I actually yet. have
1: mine because I put a. I put a note down. Although I, I must say, I don't really remember the boss very well. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was the theater boss. Um. It, okay. I, I forget it was a lady And you were like in a theater And it was yes. I, I. my note is oh, it was yeah, really was fun and one. clever Also mm-hmm. I beat her on my second try <laughs> Right yeah She
0: was probably one of the easier bosses mm-hmm. I thought uh, but um, she was fun Like I didn't like ever feel like I was I kept like waiting for like the bad part. Yeah, when I was fighting
4: her. You know? Yeah, I was waiting uh, for the part where the fight was just broken, and you're like, "Oh yeah, well there goes." Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Never happened. Uh, her. name is Sally. Stage play. Sally. Stageplay.
3: Sally.
1: Stage. Um, uh, so I don't actually. Oh, there were there was cool things with like stuff was happening in the stage, like little props were coming down. It was all very yeah. like, you know, cute in a, It like, in like nice it like one.
4: chronicled her life. It was, uh, the, yeah, first was right. the first. Yeah, that was first phase is like it was her wedding. The next one was, like, with babies. The next one, I can't remember exactly. And then there was, like, a, a, like, a, I don't know, epilogue where she's, like, ascended to some kind of, like, angelic being, and that's where she's throwing yeah. the lightning at you and, like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
4: See, I didn't have Good time to pay attention to the very plot. Very Shakespearean. But, <laughs> mm, but <laughs>
2: that
1: is. made it sound even better. Yes. Yeah. I would say my,
0: I think it's my tough. favorite fight was probably... I mean, favorite was probably Berg, which is pretty yeah, early, and it's not Hildeberg. like it was. Pretty, it made an impression on me. It was like, you know, she's like this cute little like Zeppelin girl, and she's like shooting tornadoes at you. And then like most of the way through the fight, she like, kind of like loses it and goes a little wacky. And then she just like swirls and turns into this giant screaming moon. And I'm like, this is wild. Like this is insane. Um, it's just like design wise, I thought that was really cool, and it kind of really like showed you okay, your bosses are going to get pretty insane at a certain mm-hmm. point. So Absolutely. yeah, I think that was a good, like it was a, maybe a good cuphead
4: moment mm-hmm. there. Correct me, me if I'm so. wrong. Is that the first flying stage?
0: It I was also so. the first
4: flying stage yeah. too. I think yes, so. Yes, yeah. That's correct. I, I do remember that one making a big impression on me just because it was like, Hey, surprise. Here's a brand new game mechanic. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Exactly.
1: Uh, Um, oh i think that oh uh, time to bring up how did people feel on flying stages versus non-flying stages mm. personally i think i found the flying stages on average to be a lot more difficult Mm -hmm. like Um, i feel like i had died a lot more in them (laughs) i felt like i was in
0: less control in some ways mm -hmm. um well you're on reels i I guess you only shoot in one direction yeah yeah, I think in that respect, maybe they were maybe a little bit less fun because they didn't have as much freedom. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought they were fine. I don't know if I had a preference really one mm-hmm. way or the other.
4: Yeah, so. you you can't go more rapidly down as you can when there's implied gravity um, you're just you're jumping right. and, mm-hmm. and jump down and duck and do all that stuff. You can't I shrink. Didn't...
1: I did find that yeah. carries also Shulker were was easier good. to do in the
4: flying. Yeah. They felt more reliable. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could exactly. really line it up
0: easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And felt, yeah. And I actually, I felt better about it too once I got the a hang of the turn into tiny plane. It was basically your dodge, right? Yeah. Like, I, like that was, yeah. I didn't use that for the first few, mm. but eventually, especially for the, um, the giant robot fight. Mm -hmm. Like I had to figure that one out in order to get through that fight. So anytime there's a Um, mechanic
3: that makes me have to make a split decision, like what to do. Um, I just liked how it made you smaller. You can avoid attacks, but then like your attack wouldn't go across the entire screen. It's like literally right in front of you. Um, Yeah. I like that a lot. Like you were just like risking it all to get like really close to them. And also avoiding all these things. Um, But back to, back to one of my favorite bosses is the genie guy. The flying (laughs) genie genie. guy. Um, I just love like staring at the background because it was just so trippy, like seeing that pyramid in the background and it's like 3D, but it's like, you know, through that 1920s filter. I I really enjoyed that boss fight. His name was Jimmy the Great. uh,
4: You'll you'll mm. you'll probably enjoy this, um, but the uh, the the backgrounds frame rate was all Mm. like the same frame Uh, rate as as you get from a camera. Whereas the foreground, your actual gameplay That's was 60 why. FPS. Mm-hmm, so they did sure. like a background at like, tw- what was it? 23.98. Yeah. 23 FPS, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 23 <laughs> FPS background 24. and a 60 <laughs> FPS foreground, which gives it that weird, like, you know, Psychedelic, strange sort of. Yeah. yeah. And the, the background pyramid was a real pyramid.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I want to wow. say that's like a reversal of Greece, almost from last month, because uh, that had like 60 mm, FPS true. backgrounds mm-hmm. and like less FPS foreground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. 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 So what you what you can do? That's pretty cool.
4: Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, Aaron, like what that. was
0: your favorite?
4: Uh, the the boss I enjoyed the most, I think, was uh, Grimatchstick. I think Grim it was, matchstick. That was one of the ones I struggled the most with, but the satisfaction yes. of it oh. was was excellent. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. And all of the, the visuals were, were really, really incredible.
0: Um, I'm, I'm going to drop a link in the chat just so you guys have a list of bosses. And I actually wanted to segue into a related question. I spent a little bit of time today looking at, like, general opinions on which bosses people thought were the hardest or the easiest. Ah. And I think it varies kind of wildly, but there's some constants. So I guess I kind of wanted to ask, I guess, respectively, which boss was the easiest for you And I guess which mm. boss was then The hardest um, So I guess I don't know Max
1: you want to go first Well I, can I already gave away my easiest There were a few bosses that I beat on like The second or third try um, mm-hmm. But yeah definitely one of them was at Sally Stage play uh, yeah. The hardest for me yeah. I think <sighs> I it's mean, I hard. mean, the it's devil difficult. was hard and the Dice King was hard, uh, but I don't but know if those felt like the be. hardest. Yeah, 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 maybe it's that you mm-hmm. expect them to be. I mm-hmm. think maybe I might have had the most trouble with the robot. Dr. Call's robot. Just <laughs> okay. I don't know the first like the first phase was like the hardest phase for me. And like I could very rarely get past it without getting hit. And then like the second right. phase would screw me up and I would barely get to the third phase. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'll have you
0: know that that ranked as the hardest boss for several rankings I looked at. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. Doctor Cal's yeah. Doctor Cal's robot, yeah. I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, um,
3: yeah. I would, ag- I would agree. Actually, there, I think I did have the most problems with him. Just looking over this list, trying to remember what was going on. Right, yeah. um, Aaron.
4: Uh, I agree that the the robot, um, you know, excluding kind of like the ending the ending fights, mm-hmm. the robot. Gave me an enormous struggle, (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. yeah. Uh, and, And I thought,
4: I thought that like, so one of the things I wanted to bring up that I really appreciated is when you die, inevitably, I died. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I probably died as much as you guys combined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because I, I remember, lot, but... I remember <laughs> there's a little spot, like a little like uh, reflecting pool that you can go to and talk to like this spirit. Oh yeah, and that guy Tell weird. you how many times you died, and <laughs> I just mm-hmm. remember um, Tim and I were in a similar spot, I think, and I was like, "How many times have you died?" He's like, "Oh, I, I checked, in, I think it was like 50 or 60 times," and I was at a 280. <laughs> <laughs> and we were at the same spot in the game, and I was like, "Oh Jesus, I'm in." Well, okay. <laughs> well, I, I, I,
0: to be fair, I don't think that Oracle guy takes into account when you retry. Exactly, so, and I retry a lot really? Yes No. Because, uh, really? What? What do you mean? Wait, no, really? What?
1: Like, it does, it doesn't it, take it, into? it. Wait, but like when I went to him, I think I had died like I don't know sixty something times, but. There's no way that that was my like quitting because like I never quit. No, no, no. no. no I mean like you saying. stop the match
3: and oh, retry yes. before okay. you die. Because yes. I did, I yeah. did
0: that. Sure. Like, I would get hit like in the first like yeah, exactly. Even like the first yes. like thirty seconds, yeah, like, I'm well, like no, this isn't
1: happening. the right. I had my started. yeah, I had my time threshold. Yeah, certainly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh,
0: I don't know if it was necessarily accurate, but I think my end game death total was somewhere in the 200s or 300s. But again, I I retried a lot. A lot. Yeah. Uh,
4: Um, What I was going to mention about the robot fight, though, is I think that the distance between the phases was the greatest. Like, the mm -hmm. the distance Mm -hmm. between, like, a phase two and a phase three or whatever it was Mm -hmm. had an enormous spread. And you know this because when you inevitably die it will show you your major phase checkpoints and where you right. were, mm-hmm. which kind of was encouraging because Yo, this game I knows you're going to die, you're going to screw up quite a lot, but it'll mm-hmm. actually give you the you know the idea of, like, here's where you were relative mm-hmm. to where you need to be and make yeah, adjustments. Right. So There was a, mm-hmm. a hint of strategizing there.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, I think there's, like, this... And real quick, I'll say what I think my hardest boss... I think my hardest boss might have been... Uh, maybe it was grim match stick. I don't know there's this Ooh. this weird phenomenon I have which is the dragon the dragon is mm-hmm. grim matchstick. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this weird phenomenon where I think when I look back I'm like I because I know when I was playing it was hard right like mm-hmm. we died so many times I had to do it so many times but in retrospect I look back it's like ah, I it wasn't so bad <laughs> like I don't know because I was like able to get through it because the thing is it's the game rewards skill to a certain point. But really it is Pattern memorization right Yeah, yeah. Once you have and like The the more you play the further you get And like the easier certain parts Get like you know you you only Beat the boss if you get through the first two Thirds of it unscathed right and like maybe Like the last third is kind of a scramble just to Uh Kind of clean it up you know so Um, If I think about it that way like I think about Like Dr. Cal's robot right And I think like okay I remember exactly What I had to do to get to the end without getting hurt and I was like "Ah, that wasn't so bad but like mm. no I, I did that fight 50 times probably mm. at least. Yeah there's yeah. a lot of
1: stuff that's going on in that first phase he's shooting three kinds of things mm. at you from three yeah. parts of his body and you have to strategically yeah. choose which one to take out yeah. right and yeah. eventually you figure
0: out like the best pattern you know maybe your strategies will vary but i remember it's like okay i take out the head laser first i drop no. down i shoot the chest cavity i go down and i shoot mm-hmm. this other part you know but, absolutely yeah.
1: the, that's the reverse correct order no no, 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 no. <laughs> head, head laser first drop down to the bottom and get the bombs you out gotta of get away. the bombs out of the way first the head laser is yeah. easy to dodge
0: no, I I didn't want it to take up more of the screen. Like that Ugh. took up too much of the screen. You know. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm anyway. I'm fine
1: with I'm fine with screen take up. I just can't take that homing stuff. Head
0: laser did not take that long to get rid of. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> um, and also another thing about the difficulty that I wanted to talk to, and maybe if you guys believe, like, agree with me or not, but, um. Again, so reward skill and pattern memorization, but mm-hmm. there is a undeniable RNG element to this mm. game, too. A uh, random number generate, like randomness factor, sure. because Thank you. Uh, doctors, or not doctors, what am I, I was looking at Dr. Cal's thing. Yeah. The- <laughs> doctors <laughs> have played this game. <laughs> doctors agree. No. Um, bosses will have certain patterns or certain. Um, like attacks they will use, and it's kind of on a random basis sometimes what they do. And some attacks are easier to avoid than others. You know, mm-hmm. like um, one I'm thinking of specifically. There is Ver- Baroness von Bonbon, is this um, this oh candy queen or something? And her boss is basically was just hard. her sending out various minions. Like that mm-hmm. one was hard, but um, like I want to say like two out of the five minions were pretty easy to dispatch. But if you got, like, the other three hard ones, like, you just like, that wasn't the run,
1: you know? Like, I got lucky getting the easy ones. So Uh, I just, so... You figure out how to deal with the the hard ones. Well, okay, obviously we we all figured it it out, right?
0: But, like, (laughs) there were definitely easier ways to do it. And, like, yeah. And so sometimes I was like, okay, I did it. Thank God this happened. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... Um, yeah. yeah, that was just something I observed about the difficulty, whether or not that's fair or valid mm-hmm. or whatever, but well, no, I, definitely, it, I, th- I think
3: it's I'd valid. Definitely agree. Um, yeah. 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 And there are some I moments think that's where I just,
4: what, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. I was going to say, I think that's what, uh, separates this game from a typical running gun game. Like you might've had 20 years ago is that those bosses are fairly linear. Uh, mm. And you can basically memorize just the pattern and not have to react to any type of random results, mm. random mangled shots, or a new sub boss that you weren't expecting, or the harder right. one versus the easier one you were hoping for. Right. Um, that that that's definitely something that separates this game from mm-hmm. uh, a more classic game of its mm-hmm. style.
3: And that's up to yeah. you to decide if you like that or not. And I was going to yes. say there are there are some moments, and I just couldn't understand like how the game was ai was working like during um the grim matchstick fight there's a part where these like little fireball people come out and start running across his tongue oh, and they, they hop and i could never ever figure out what the trigger was mm. or what the pattern I, was i still
0: don't know where they're
1: jumping
3: mm. like I yes. to like
0: watch them so closely i'm like two, okay where are you I think going
3: kind of
1: like two kinds of that There are like two kinds sure, of jumps sure, they can but, do but it's but, definitely <laughs> based on your position
4: it's definitely sure. It's based Maybe. on your position. My point the, is, but the, cue, the, cla- the cue is the that they would, they would make like there. a little scream. It, That's how you would well, know to dodge. Right, but, but I, I didn't know I where they were that. jumping. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I didn't
3: know what their like the arc. I was like, I'm on this cloud. He just went yeah. like three feet in front of me. Like, what is happening here? And then randomly, like sometimes I just jump, and then they're just <laughs> <laughs> shooting twice at the same time. And it's like, yes, what? Are you t- okay, whatever. And I agree-, like, I agree with you, Evan. I had it was a challenging boss. And then you go restart. Which I wanted to talk about a little bit. I didn't... Okay. So <laughs> I played some hard games in my time. Like, and I don't want to talk about, like... Breach, <laughs> like, buddy. For Bloodborne, let's, like... This is hard to talk about. But, like, for bosses in Bloodborne, <laughs> I feel like there's always an element of a comeback... Uh, For this game, I never felt like there was ever really an element of that. It's always like I had to play the boss fight perfectly or like 99% perfectly. Otherwise, it was a restart. And sometimes that would be very annoying to me. And like, I'm just trying to enjoy this game, but it doesn't want me to do that. Anyway, (laughs) that's my (laughs) that's my little spiel about the difficulty. On on that
0: note about playing perfectly, I mm. have to ask, did anybody else get a perfect on any of the uh, boss fights? Because wait, okay, I wait. One. Did you nice. and you got
1: it on your first tr- beat
0: of the boss? No, so, so that's, that's that's not the only thing. It was it, so it wasn't my first time, but it was okay. I want to say the third time at most. Wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, for- sorry.
1: It was the first time you beat the boss though. Uh, yes, the first uh, time I beat okay. no, Calamari, the Mermaid oh, wow. level, and that I got wasn't a, an easy play. Right?
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Although no, I, I think- mean. I-
1: I think I think I had one health off on that one. And that was what was preventing me from the
0: perfect. Sure. Well, that that's not a a
3: perfect, though. So, no. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: not, like, I, I, and I texted this in the chat that I, like I, I blacked out. And when I came to, I saw I had perfected <laughs> it because I don't remember exactly what I did. You had a knockout. On, you knocked out. I Yeah, I was on some other shit. Like, I <laughs> don't know. Like, it just it happened.
1: But once you um, get into that tunnel. <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 Tunnel Vision. I mean that you know that honestly like kind of a similar thing happened for me with like Guitar Hero, like mm-hmm. on some levels. <laughs> like I just like I hit a trance mode okay. and that's how I got through okay. um yeah. Yeah, yeah, some of the harder okay, ones.
1: I didn't understand it with Cuphead, but now I understand it.
3: <laughs> it took you this long. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was
4: it was a hard ass game, but yeah, it yeah. was. But it's over now. <laughs> Well, (laughs) the the last thing that I want to bring up is just how this ranks among um, other run-and-gun games that you've played. Uh, I know you guys talked about Mega Man X, at least, on this show. Sure. That's true. So so y'all played at least one other. Right. And, like, I guess,
0: you know, at a certain point, I guess you have to, like, define, like the run and gun versus like a platformer, right? Mm -hmm. I think Mega Man, like there's definitely Mega Man influences. It's impossible to ignore, but, Mm. uh, maybe more apt comparisons might be to like metal slug Mm -hmm. or contra. Gunstar heroes, Heroes soldier. Yeah. Nobody. Um, (laughs) no, sorry. (laughs) Not even a little bit.
1: Uh,
0: I mean, for me personally, I mean, I think this is a very, very good game. Um, it's not going to be Mega Man for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, you know, I think enjoyment factor, I the the boss fight format where I could, you know, fail, immediately restart, get back into it. It was mm-hmm. addicting in a way, I mm-hmm. think. But like for and that's another reason I didn't like the run and gun levels is because I'd get really far and I just like felt like I lost all my progress. Like, I don't know, like I felt like the bosses, I could uh, it was more rewarding to start and get further and kind of chip away at mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i think for like metal slug and stuff like that it's kind of a similar like lack of feel good you know and like oh i died this far into the level mm-hmm. gosh dang it you know mm-hmm. so um i would say cuphead is top three-ish run and gun things i don't know what I, what else is trumping it necessarily yeah. but Difficult it's to not my favorite, but it's very rank. good.
2: <laughs>
1: because well, so I'm for not me, a connoisseur in this genre. Oh, uh, well, yeah, like Mega Max, Man oh. X feels really good to move around. Yeah, so, like sure. that is what would put it above Cuphead for me. um mm-hmm. But then Cuphead, Cuphead is almost more of a like a bullet hell,
4: you know, right. on that side. Yeah, whereas Mega true. Man
1: really isn't. <laughs> Mega Man mm-hmm. is more of a platformer. Not that I mean, obviously Cuphead has platforming uh in certain levels more than others uh it's hard i went back and i played alien soldier which was tre- like legendary run and gun developer treasures uh la- i think last sega genesis game uh which is a shooter that has a in- l- invincible dash and a parry uh so i felt that i wanted to go play it after gunstar heroes cuz i was like how does it compare and i mean gunstar heroes is definitely or sorry <laughs> alien soldier uh is definitely a game made in you know 1995 whereas cuphead is a game made in 2017 and you right. can feel it the controls aren't optimized because it was a three-button controller on the genesis uh but the control scheme is really cool in alien soldier and does feel a little bit more it's a little bit more flourishy i guess than uh than hmm. cuphead cuphead's a little bit more basic so i don't know it's uh... I love ranking games, but it's hard. It's really hard for me to rank <laughs> these two because <laughs> they're, they're similar, but not, s- I mean, they're pretty similar, but they're not, mm-hmm. they're, they are different. Uh, so cuphead has got a lot of uniqueness going for it, it which kind of makes it hard. Alien yeah. soldier is very much a Sega Genesis game. And it looks like a Sega gen, you know, you're a weird bird and everything kind of looks like <laughs> just gross <laughs> alien creatures that you're shooting. Um, but it has a cool, like it owns its own art style as well. Um, Needless to say, Cuphead though,
3: Barrett very styles. good. I think yeah. it.
1: I think it probably has made it onto my top 100 games of all time. So, which is a we prestigious it.
0: list. We did yeah. it.
1: <laughs> All right. I did it. Yeah. Well, so did I think. Uh, so did, so did Celeste as well yes. from last season. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Which again, that's my competition
1: because mm-hmm. I, <laughs> we gotta I beat really,
4: that. really enjoyed that game. And mm-hmm. where, where Celeste is a game that it just felt good to move around, making no progress. This is like, yeah, the the movement is secondary to, you know, you just have to get the barrage out there and avoid mm-hmm. the oncoming barrage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the presentation, very different, obviously, stylistically Oof. than Celeste, that like mm-hmm. embraces that, uh, the pixel art style, but they both embrace right. their style and breathe life into, you know, a, an outdated style in a really, really refreshing le- way.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh yeah so quick question on that so uh, the cuphead style of kind of get good to progress versus the say celeste or super meat boy or your v v v v v v style of giving you a ton of checkpoints but having a really difficult game mm-hmm. which I mean I I feel like I don't even have to ask but which do you prefer uh, I feel like Evan you probably prefer the checkpoint
3: style um I mean I mean yes no like like I like I said with like bloodborne or something I always felt like there was yeah, I could turn it around if I, if I was lucky, or if I was able to just overcome it skill-wise. Um, I, yeah, I just felt like it was a bunch of trial and error, I guess, at the end of the day, um, which makes for a less rewarding experience personally. But um, yeah, difficult to say in the end. Um, <laughs> Not <laughs> it, a lot of definitive it, answers it, It's kind of like I mean, I mean, obviously they're both separate game i guess i would say i like celeste a little more in that the overall vibe i just liked more um i liked how maybe there's just less bosses that i felt like i had to just restart over and over there is restarting though in celeste yeah Um, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: however it felt a little more fair to me to see the entire well most of that that checkpoint of that map and be like okay what do i have to do here This is what I have to do. And if I hit these points, I'm going to do it for Cuphead. It's like, what is happening? I need to survive. I'm being shot at from a thousand angles. How do I survive? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I think I also prefer, you know, checkpoints and you can kind of like get some. I mean, in games like that, you kind of like can analyze the screen. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. See what you have to do and then execute. Right. Mm -hmm. In Cuphead, you're just like. You're figuring out on the fly, it's it's chaos, like literally bullets are flying past your head at every given point. Um I think if I think if Cuphead had any longer loading times or anything oh, preventing me from just hitting the retry Rest. button and immediately mm. getting back into oh, it, man. I would like it a lot less. And yes. actually to that point, um the the boss rush Uh, second to last boss uh, king dice because you're going through a series of easy bosses right to get to him Mm -hmm. Um, but it's still a gauntlet you have to like keep your health as much as you can Um, that was my maybe even if it wasn't maybe the hardest boss it was probably my least favorite boss Mm -hmm. because when you died it took a long time to To load back in Mm -hmm. I was like okay come on let me back in there let me Mm -hmm. try fighting this stupid uh Alcohols are the stupid. It <laughs> sounds like nonsense. Never yeah. fight the, the alcohols. Al- Don't worry about no, uh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Alcohols were easily uh. the worst. Um, I have to fight the stupid cigarette butt, yeah. also yeah. easy. But, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you, I knew they were easy and I knew what to do, but unlike every other boss in the game where I could just get back and do it, I had to, like, slog through from. this dice rolling and all that. Yeah. So that was. If there was more of that in this game, I would like it a lot less. But since mm-hmm. it's punchy, since I can get back into it, like, yeah, I I'm, I vibe with it. I was I was happy to play it. So yeah, um, I actually. Well, Aaron, what, did you have an answer to that? question? Yeah, I mean,
4: I would. I certainly prefer the checkpoint system. And I'll be honest that if I wasn't motivated by chatting with you guys about this, I don't think I would have gotten past the uh, second island. Mm. Sure. I was like, I feel you. at about that point, I was like, <laughs> I get it. I got my money <laughs> I got my money's worth I experienced what I want to experience yeah uh I can I go the soundtrack some... I can I have away. a soundtrack which is delightful, and I can go I watch some artwork. speed runs <laughs> yeah, if I exactly. really want to but mm-hmm. um yeah uh so the checkpoint system you know I would say with Celeste, I was rightfully addicted to playing that game, like I mm-hmm. wanted to progress uh right. where this one felt felt like it was a chore that i was giving myself it like mm. it felt probably the closest to a gaming workout if that makes mm-hmm. sense like a mental and physical no, exercise simultaneously exactly what it is <laughs> uh i will say that the quirk and character and sort of spirit of cuphead uh i think rivals maybe something like undertale that's just like mm. it's it's just delightful to just sort of mm. absorb like the yeah. the world itself and how bright it is and how fun it is but the gameplay is nothing short of brutal (laughs) i have a maybe interesting thought process
0: that i want to like run by you guys i kind of thought about this maybe like halfway through the game um so obviously cuphead has these two big things that i mentioned earlier like its style and its difficulty Mm -hmm. um do you think that if cuphead was an easier game that it would have made as much of an impression on, you know, our gaming culture, quote unquote, as it did. Because, mm. like, if I th- I think, honestly, like, if I th- had an easier time with this game, I think it would be less memorable. I don't know. Like, that was kind
1: yeah. of just my gut
3: reaction. That's a, so. yeah.
1: yeah, Max. Because you got the hook, which is the style, but
3: then you've got the right. lasting, which yeah. is the yes. difficulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lasting. Yeah. I think it's, it's more about like fine tuning that difficulty because I do enjoy the difficulty. Um, now this is out of my range of, you know, uh, ability to talk about how they could fix things, quote unquote fix. But I feel like if there was just something added, and I don't even know what it is, just something to add some sort of fairness to like the RNG thing. Like why is that there? (laughs) Like you could take easily take that out. Um, that's that's where i'm thinking right now it's like it's like the difficulty yes keep it but there are some ways you can do to to kind of change that to make it not easier for players just a little more i don't know what am i looking for a little more conveyance to just how to beat bosses i don't know sure
0: um question did anybody ever touch the simple setting for boss fights
3: no, actually, simple I, I, I did
4: try it. If there was a round that I just didn't understand, like a first or second phase, but it uh, generally won't give you the third phase, and you don't get uh, the soul contracts. So it's not like you can yeah, not seed contract. anyway. Oh, yeah. you don't get the contract. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So what's even the point?
4: Huh, exactly. well, I think it's literally practice. a practice. Mode. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah practice, but then you can
0: just do practicing it on regular.
3: Yeah, yeah. Huh, weird. But then you, you know. can just practice on regular. I don't know. Anyway, what if you get like
1: a different ending or something? Well, and, if, you, yeah. if you can even progress, maybe not. I don't know.
3: Yeah, maybe mm. you can't
0: because um, you need to talk to King Dice yeah. between islands and give him the mm-hmm. give him the contracts. contracts you got or whatever. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Um, yeah, I guess I kind of just assumed that was like a cop out mode. They added. Um Because I don't think that was originally available, but Mm. I could be wrong. Anyway, yeah, I just I was just thinking about like how I think the the difficulty level is kind of like integral to the identity of Cuphead in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I think even like very conscious like so in in the documentary thing I saw, like they were talking about like. We never really intended it to be like a hard game. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, that's not exactly sure. what they said. Right. Like when yeah. they they started making it, they didn't set up, set about to make a hard game. Right. And mm-hmm. just kind of like in development, it kind of became that. that was but what I kind of wanted to, to call BS on that because <laughs> yeah. I think there's conscious design choices. Specifically, I'm thinking of like there's no health bars that you can see. Instead, what you get is you died. This is how close you were. And mm-hmm. that, I think, is a real conscious way of saying, mm-hmm. like, you were sh- like Like you said, Aaron, like you were short of the mark. Here's but here's how close you were. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like telling you it's like giving you that incentive to be like, OK, I got to do this again. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So,
4: yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, a little design a little choice like yeah. that were cool. Considering that uh, this is Studio MDHR's first game ever. And that <laughs> right. uh, the founders chaired Chad and Jared's. First game ever, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, that is one thing that I kept in my mind throughout playing. Is not only uh, is this like you know a phenomenal game, and it's it certainly has a you know a a, a signpost in gaming history and certainly in the genre. But man, they have moved mountains to make this thing. They mm-hmm. yeah,
0: it's insane, honestly.
4: <laughs> quit their jobs, uh, remortgage their houses, uh, and wow. then I, I I I saw one thing that was. Uh, you know, grotesquely hilarious. Jared Moldenhauer had um, a tally for the longest number of consecutive hours worked, and he oh, worked no. 35 consecutive Oof. hours on this game uh, without a break. <laughs> That's no good, man. Yeah. We're talking. To, we're trying to eliminate crunch time. Yeah. In game yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it still. I mean, so they announced the game in 2014. It the development started before that, but 2014 and was released in 2017. Mm -hmm. Um I mean Evan, you could speak to if that's a regular amount of time or a long amount of time or a Um, short amount of time.
3: That's actually kind of a lot. Um
4: but he is an indie developer, so his hours are his own. So uh, indie uh, developer and a lot of their team was friends and family members. (laughs) Like right. literally, yeah. That, I was looking was at that. But I thought I thought that was yeah. kind of cute.
0: Like his his wife was the anchor, and their their childhood friend was the composer. For that's the adorable. Music, I, yep, I like uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's make
3: a game. Uh, time, <laughs> time to stay yeah, awake we, for thirty five hours. We oh, we God. can announce
4: it in twenty twenty three, and it'll come out in twenty thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: it's
1: just like Square Enix. All right, yeah. like, wow. we're, doing, we're doing fine. <laughs> we'll call it Final Fantasy Seventeen. we'll beat him to the punch
0: (laughs) um aaron did you have any more stuff to guide our conversation or should we do we have last thoughts i mean yeah
4: we can we can sort of wrap it up there believe it or not i do have more references written down and easter eggs and all kinds of fun crazy quirky things but as far as like the the main topics and the main takeaways of the of the game um would you buy another one if they made a sequel to this game? Just an outright sequel. Oh my god!
0: I would absolutely, absolutely. play a Cuphead too. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's a question on about the Switch. So I think well, as, long as, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, I've got
1: an Xbox one. If they really, I'd, I'd buy. It. Yeah, PlayStation <laughs>
3: VR maybe. Oh, Ooh. talk to me. <laughs> uh, you die in the game. You die for real.
1: <laughs> what would a VR oh. cartoon look like?
4: <laughs> that would be trippy. Strange. I don't know. Hold on. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> uh Not... I, I do have a, a random uh trivia question. Do you, you know what is inside of the cup or inside of the mug? Inside of basically mugman and cupheads. Head. I assumed I was, it was. like life milk. force. Right? I thought it was milk. <laughs> life force. <laughs> it is their life force. It's the right, essence right. of their spirit, uh, okay. which okay. is what they are trying to protect from Satan. Ah. Their soul. Oh, milk. is he gonna drink their I, I don't think he drank them. No, he didn't drink them. He just okay. turned them evil. Uh, yeah, but yeah. the, uh, the, uh, like super ghost thing comes uh, out yeah. of your head. I had, I mm-hmm. didn't yeah, notice I if your if the head is empty afterward, because uh, that would be a really cool mm. bit of detail. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it comes out of your head because that's what that is. Yeah. Soul milk. Yeah. I like that. Soul milk. <laughs> I, have, <of> <laughs> I have
0: a question. Hmm. Uh, oh, uh, cuphead or mug man main? I'm a mug cuphead. man main. <laughs> cuphead. <laughs> I, I
4: played Mugman once. And yeah, was like, same. I oh, there's no mechanical man. difference. Ah, back to back, Mugman. Man, not even once. Ah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Mugman did it for Listen, me. There's right. nothing wrong with Mugman. He's just not okay. the main character. I don't play Mario as Luigi. Sometimes I'm a Luigi guy. i much
0: Okay, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um okay. Well, I mean does anybody else have any last thoughts?
4: I hope we you guys enjoyed the, the game. Ground, yeah. Uh oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you again for uh for bringing me in, uh letting me guest host and letting me uh ruin a bunch of your nights and weekends by <laughs> suffering over this this delightful bit of art.
0: It was a pleasure and we can quantify just how much of a pleasure it was by going around and giving our 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 ratings out of 100. Um Aaron, do you want to do you want to start?
4: I will kick us off. Uh I will give this game a 90. Ninety, solid. Max, a good one. Uh, yeah, I, I I really
1: liked
3: it, so I'm gonna say 96. Damn! All right, All that's right. up there. Evan, where are you at? Um, I really enjoyed it. It's not my cup of soul milk, Ed. however. Um, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but like finishing the game did feel very good. Um, and not a lot of games can do that for you. So I'm gonna give it an 85. Uh, I think that it was i mean i think
0: it was excellent and i think if it was any longer than it was i maybe wouldn't have liked it as much i think it like we talk about this a lot like it did not overstay its welcome like it was hard but you know i saw the light at the end of the tunnel the whole time you mm-hmm. know like it told you how many worlds there were and it's like okay i can do this for 3 worlds in a finale you know yeah. um, i'm going to i'm going to give it a 90 90- <laughs> I like those odd numbers I'm gonna give it a 93 yeah, it's, it's up there for me for sure I like this game a lot But yeah. yes Max oh, I could go for a DLC island Personally Okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some bonus bosses would be pretty yeah. cool I, I honestly I ran all the way back to the beginning level Just to see if I could fight uh, Like the the Uncle Kettle as a final boss But he, he, just, <laughs> uncle he just He just told me good job Elder so, like, Kettle <laughs> elder, elder Uncle Whatever But yeah um, Yeah cuphead, cuphead. that 's a good
3: game cuphead uh, if you didn 't know it 's pretty good um.
0: uh, Aaron, thank you so much for being a guest on our uh, I guess inaugural guest host kind of configuration we 're trying yeah. some new stuff with guests this season, and I think it worked out pretty well yeah. I, uh, we appreciated your pick and you uh, guiding us through the process. So.
4: Well, I can confidently say uh, I'm the best guest host that you've ever had.
2: Uh,
4: <gasps> he's not wrong, people. And I'm, I can probably hold that for uh, this entire episode. You got to be Hold on. Oh my God, I, that for right. a
1: while. I mean no offense to our other guests, but I think this will be a hard guest host act to follow. Ooh.
4: Yeah, yeah, you set a high standard. I, I need um, I need like a belt or something. Some kind of uh, the <laughs> championship belt.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's just M-B-F-3 it's just M-B-F-3 a regular belt.
4: belt and we just
1: got a Sharpie and wrote MBFG on it. Yes. <laughs> and a little obviously it's honestly Pretty
2: yours, good buddy. swag.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Um, well, well, thank cool. you guys so much. Uh Also, thank you for making this podcast because it's really enjoyable to to listen to and feel like I'm silently hanging out with my friends while I'm sitting in traffic. Now you can (laughs) listen here for a minute. Now I'm the the irony is this is the only one I won't listen to. Uh, (laughs) Right? Do you want to plug anything um, you're you're working on, Aaron, right now before you leave? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh. Sure. so uh, these these three guys that I grew up with made a podcast, and uh, <laughs> I, I got to write some music for it. Not so us, if you're man. <laughs> so if you're enjoying the music in this podcast, uh, I, I did, oh, I did there you contribute go. to that. Um, oh, no, I mean, uh, I guess you can find me on instagram at Aaron class A-A-R-O-N-C-L-A-S-S. Um, I do have a a company if you're musically inclined called OS mix. Nice. And you can find that at OS mix music. Um, very cool on all the socials and and dot com as well we've got one of those um yeah that's about it though i came on cool. for fun not for sounds grandma. good man you guys are awesome check that out <laughs>
0: you're awesome all right then you're wonderful goodbye we'll uh move on to our next segment and we'll say bye to our guest and uh yeah it's been fun thanks guys
3: bye aaron catch bye. you around
4: the podcasts all right bye, bye. bye.
0: Well, it was great having Aaron on board, uh, but now we are sparing him from this month's roulette game. And against all odds, <laughs> against whatever <laughs> whatever, odds whatever there were. small <laughs> chance there is, we sold our we soul got, milk for. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> oh my god! We have played the second revival of Bubsy game, uh, Bubsy Paws on Fire. Oh, so. Man. So, is that even
1: a pun? I don't no, know. Right. Okay, so that's my question is what's that a pun on? I don't I don't know. Because like, it's definitely at it. a, like yes, and it's a pun, because it's Bubsy. Balls of fire? No,
3: because it's is balls it? of I don't know. Balls, on, it's on, balls fi- on
1: fire.
0: Balls
3: on fire. Anyway. Balls the most, on
0: fi- not even the most confounding I thing about can't. this game. So. <laughs> Alright. Uh you know, honestly I hadn't hadn't fully prepared for this, so let me pull up something from
1: Wikipedia just <laughs> to just to talk about it, I'm ready. This to honestly, talk about Bubsy, if you want me to like completely no,
0: well, no, hijack okay. uh, the frequency. <laughs> this this completely threw me for a loop. Um, base, okay, so Bubsy Paws on Fire um, was announced in October of 2018 to
1: zero fanfare, <laughs> and is this? I hope you're reading directly from the Wikipedia. No, I, that's just oh. me.
0: Uh,
1: anyway, <laughs> it, it was released. Zero. <laughs>
0: I guess it was released on April fourth of this year. So, is that right? I guess it would have been. We played in yeah. May. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay, you know so. close
1: enough. Yeah, close enough. Close enough.
0: Anyway, um, so the previous Bubsy game and all Bubsy's, as far as I know, basically before it were platformers. You know, you run around, you're collecting yarn. It was boring. Oh, uh... Uh, you got your cat quips, you know, um, and you collect your yarn. You finish the level and rinse and repeat. Uh, I noticed as I was starting to play this game, like I don't know. And there's a, well, first off, there's an opening cutscene with some plot, <laughs> quote
1: unquote. Yeah, like, the, Bubsy has nephews and nieces. I don't oh know, God. Max. Yes, yeah, yes. So, uh, yeah, so um, for this game, they actually went back to the. Unaired Bubsy TV pilot To pull several characters from Because they needed more characters oh for the Bubsy universe God. So Is
0: that how who These people are? His oh niece gosh.
1: and nephew And the the other character Who you play as who's not the alien uh, or, or the, the armadillo, armadillo. <laughs> Uh and Dante. Is from, Are from the Bubsy <laughs> TV pilot, and, and and like go watch this TV pilot. It's a trip. Uh, it has uh, okay. like it, it has like the voice actors you would expect for the late 90s. Like I'm pretty sure, sure he's voiced by the guy who was the voice of Yakko Warner. Uh, I could see okay. that. Yeah, I'm in the in the TV mm-hmm. pilot, not in the game, unfortunately. Mm. Right. So they pulled
0: all these, this cast of characters who are referred to as if we're supposed to know who they are. I don't know. We're not yeah. Bubsy historians. Maybe Max's seems like, but, um, I don't know. They got this cast of characters. I'm like, okay, are they going to have us play with multiple characters? Uh, they gave Bubsy running shoes and made kind of a big deal out of it. I'm like, that's weird. And then I noticed the loading screen mm-hmm. was just Bubsy running. And I'm like, is this a runner game? It's a runner game. (laughs) Uh, They, for some reason, yeah, turned Bubsy into a uh, endless, not endless, it's a runner game where basically you, we've talked about these before. Uh, You are on a set rail and your character jumps and ducks and basically has set mechanics they can do. Um, Yeah, it was a kind of pretty, not, I was going to say radical genre
1: shift, but it was just, just a strange <laughs> choice, I thought. But yeah, Max. Uh, are you ready for me to crack this thing wide open? <laughs> yeah, hit me. All right. Uh, so this it. Bubsy was actually a Kickstarter. Um, I assume <gasps> back when it was announced in October or whatever. Uh, I'm up on the... Bu- so oh, I'm, I'm a Patreon subscriber to the Video Game History Foundation. Uh, <laughs> and they have a joke channel that's just all about Bubsy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, on their di- uh, on their Discord, wow. uh, <laughs> so I know all about Bubsy. Uh, you are a Bubsy historian. I'm <laughs> a Bubsy historian. Indirect. I'm an indirect. I'm an indirect PhD. Bubsy historian. Um, so PhD. anyway, uh, I knew about the Bubsy Kickstarter, um, but what they actually did, you may recall, some number of months ago on this podcast. I'm sorry, I don't know which exact episode. Uh, I played the latest game in the Bit Trip Runner series, Runner Three, on the Switch, yes, and didn't really like it. Uh, despite liking runner two kind of a lot. Um, So Bubsy paws on fire is made by choice provisions who used to be called Gaijin games Uh, makers Uh, of the bit trip series. Uh, This is literally just pretty much a reskin of runner three, Um, Uh, though it is less rhythm based when you collect the balls of yarn in the level, which is you're basically just running and jumping, dodging obstacles, collecting balls of yarn, Uh, the balls of yarn, kind of pop to the beat of the music, um, I noticed that. which I'm sure is probably mm. fairly easy to do because this was an engine that was built for a rhythm game. Uh, so it's basically yeah. just runner mm. three, but not a rhythm game, which actually yeah. I found to be a little bit better than runner three. Cause as I discussed, runner three was not great. Mm. This is okay. I mean, it's, it's still Bubsy and not good, but it's a lot better than the previous Bubsy. Right. And I guess that oh. that's kind of
0: okay, Agreed. so so it's Bubs there's three characters four, I guess, if you count these bonus stages. There's Bubsy, there's Virgil the Vol Uh, I only know he's a vole because one of the loading screen tips says Virgil's a vole. I'm like, okay. And a woolly alien woman... (laughs) I don't know, man. Uh, Basically, Bubsy and Virgil play very similarly. Uh, Virgil's Mm -hmm. levels are a little harder. Mm -hmm. And then the woolly one, you're kind of like in a spaceship and you're floating around shooting things and collecting yarn. Scrolling shooter. Uh, Scrolling shooters. Um, Yeah, anyway, Mm -hmm. you're... (laughs) Bubsy basically kind of gave up what a lot of things that made it Bubsy in order to become this kind of like half-hearted runner game and yeah I noticed the rhythm aspects were kind of like is Mm -hmm. this supposed to be a rhythm game but I kind of tried playing it like that and it didn't really work but yeah like I yeah so um Mm -hmm. I don't know man is it is it better this way or is it just kind of a super forgettable think, runner
1: game? I think it's like it's almost perfect in that they just like kind of shuffled another engine onto Bubsy. The, actually, the previous Bubsy was also developed <laughs> by a studio who had done the latest. OK, here we go. So back in the uh, <laughs> cool. mid to late 80s, maybe early 90s, oh, there was a Mario. Mario clone for British computers called the Gianna Sisters. Uh Years and years later, probably 2014-ish, a a company made a newer Gianna Sisters game, and the more previous Bubsy that we played, the Wooly Strike Back, was built on top of the Gianna Sisters engine. So this is just Bubsy now. They just dump him onto these, like, indie games that no one really liked. Engines. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, and they break the fourth wall yeah, and don't yeah, make funny yeah. jokes. Okay, so well, to be kinda... fair, they kind of dumped on Bubsy in the intro cutscene, which I was definitely down for. So, like, it yes. was already better than the previous Bubsy for me, which you may remember
3: was my lowest yeah. ranked game of I will, the last. I will season, say I this. Think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I will say this. I never want to play a Bubsy game. However. When you're already doing one of the things for me Which is scrolling right And I have to do Just press one button at yeah. that point I'm more likely to pe- play it So <laughs> to buy that just logic Just come out with a like, and, and I just have, have to watch it Give me the trophy Just press play I, mean, I, I remember
0: boom, what, what, what it was with the last Mubsy <laughs> Eventually it just kind of became a speedrun for me Because I realized it didn't matter if I collected yarn or not So I just kind of just, like booked it through it and I guess for me, this was like kind of painfully slow. Like, ah, I was, just, I you're not I in made control. it. Yeah, mm. exactly. I was just like, I want this bubsy level to be over mm. sooner,
2: <laughs> but it's it's,
0: it's locked <laughs> in, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, thought I so I locked tried. To, I got through the first world, right? I got to the I first. Up, I got past oh, the first boss. I applaud right? you. Yeah, um, just to see. If there was something more to it, spoiler, there's not. And the first, actually, it's funny. The first boss is like, there's that Um, it's a lot like the Cuphead bosses, where you're in an airplane because you're just kind of like you are. It's a bullet hell level, but it's a brain dead bullet hell level. After playing Cuphead, what
3: a comparison! Like
0: I was, I felt like a savant, <laughs> and it was just like this is the dumbest thing I've ever like. I don't know. It like super telegraphed stuff. Uh, it was just, it was a waste of my time. Um. <laughs> I mean, the game was generally wasted my time, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, like the yeah, Virgil yeah, levels yeah. were more fun because I think they were a little bit more technically demanding. And the UFO ones are just like, this is feels like they just slapped another game in here. Like, I don't know. Uh, did you play any of the
1: Armadillo levels? Mm, uh, I did. Terrible. That was yeah. back when probably the most fun. I was going to say, I think they just ripped that off of one of the earlier Sonic games. So I was like, I think like would Sonic
0: bonus level.
1: It's yeah, kind of but, but not as was, good.
0: Oh, no, not as good. Is. And the thing okay. that got me was like I almost was having fun in that, but there is a very apparent oversight they had cuz when you um when you hit a so for those listening, uh, you're like going down whereas the rest of this game is a side scrolling runner game, these bonus levels are like you're going down a tube and it's like a a third person back uh back of your character perspective and you're basically just sliding down this tube trying to collect crystals. Um, But you know it's, it's, it's a tube right so you can go all the way around it But there's a programming oversight Where if you hit a certain point uh, Your controls get reversed For no good reason So I'm like trying to go right And I'm like okay oh let me swing God. back Left oh. but I hit a certain point On the right where the left made me go Further up that side and it made like a full Loop and it's like that's not intuitive whatsoever So I was so, my so my the way God. I was playing
1: it was I just put the stick where I wanted to be In the tunnel and I think that's maybe uh, how it's supposed to be played. Maybe that's how it's supposed uh, to play. I think it I, wasn't well I, conveyed. I think I started, started con- trying to play it that way, and then it didn't wow. really work.
0: And then... mm, I mean, like it worked. The thing was, it worked oh. enough uh-huh, where uh-huh. I could get like i only missed two right the way i was doing it but i missed those two because all of a sudden it just started decided to go crazy on me so i'm like okay I they, okay man. i
1: missed more than two so probably tim's doing it the right way never mind i
0: don't know i don't know man i don't think there's a right way to play this game there you go anyway i feel like a right way to play i feel bubsy. like the thing i liked about bubsy if anything was how like dumb the the dialogue was like that's the only thing to like about it right i think and i got less of that with this runner so like Ah. i feel like generally (laughs) i took less away from this like i thought this was a really lame runner game versus like a bubsy game i can lampoon and take some pleasure in lampooning it (laughs) it's it's not even bad enough for yeah, me to it's trash not even, it <laughs> That's exactly it So Pleasure. I don't know For me I'm, I'm gonna remember this even less So yeah, I don't know Does anybody true. have anything else to say, say about it?
3: Uh, <laughs> that's a good point No I've just been staring at the cover already. I will say, two say two that two as soon as I was on. done with it I ejected there the I disc go. as I would <laughs> And then I
0: uninstalled
1: it <laughs> Just immediately uninstalled So uh, I'd just like to remind our audience yeah. Bubsy3d.com
3: Goodbye Bubsy
1: Yeah, no. um,
3: The best Bubsy
1: game. (laughs) Uh,
0: All right. Well, on that note, uh, (laughs) let's go around and give some ratings. Um, I'll start. Like I said, I think that this is somehow less good than the awful Bubsy games just because it's
1: less bad. Does that make any sense? (laughs) I mean, it's less. You're saying it's more forgettable. It's more yeah. forgettable In a way Maybe that doesn't mean <laughs> It's a
0: worse game yeah. I don't even remember yeah. What I gave the first Bubsy But this is nowhere Above F40 for me I'm gonna say 40 just I would give it I don't know It feels really bad To be Bubsy too Specifically His glide feels like crap The glide is such a bad okay, glide I was like
1: And they I just feel like Normal game sense So you for, for He's the getting audience. angry uh, The glide You just jump And then you continue To hold jump to glide hold it. Like as a game player, I feel like I need to press the button again to initiate the Jump glide. To glide again, right? I Like agree. just feels 100%. better. Like I'm in control. I don't know. I had less control of my arc. Good point. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and I thought Bubsies it was interesting. So many games have done know. that. It's like Bugsy's glide is so
0: damn <sighs> impotent. Yes. Like you will try to hit like the zenith <laughs> of it, and just like slowly drift and fall short of whatever
1: yarn ball you were trying to hit i'm like this is the worst i hate this cat i will say i do think so in the previous game there was the pounce which like just like vomited you forward <laughs> i will. Th- right I, th- I think that was worse i think that was worse i think you the previous think so? i think woolly strike back was a lot worse personally oh boy um okay
0: but i'm gonna me. give well, this me I like, I kind of liked some of the Virgil levels I guess if I'm thinking about it Because like I felt like I was Kind of like having to
1: time it better And it was a little bit more intricate <laughs> The timing was a little weird on those Like I found that I had to let go of a button For A few a like Milliseconds or whatever Short before I had to weird. do something. Well, I, uh, I'm specifically talking about it. Like, there was a sliding where you had to hold down to slide. Uh, but then there uh-huh, would be, uh-huh. like, one gem that you had to let go of down. Like, pop up for and those quick And when you let go pop- of oh, the yeah, button, yeah. you didn't immediately pop up. You had to let go of it slightly mm-hmm. before, which was a little... I assume was, like, kind of a quirk of the engine with the rhythm-based stuff? I don't know. Oh, man. Not sure. Like, I want, um, I almost... Yeah, I almost wonder if the game Why is. Why didn't they just double down and do based? like a rhythm buzz like, <laughs> it just doesn't show it. <laughs> also, another point against this
0: game, if mm-hmm. so the thing was I was thinking it's like, okay, is this a yeah. rhythm game like Bit Trip? Like I didn't know it was actually the same company, but now that I know that, it's even worse because as far as I can tell, there's only three tracks, oh. like musical tracks. There's one per character, right? So I'm like, if this is supposed to be semi-rhythm-based oh, no. and you only have three oh, songs no. in the whole damn game. I'm like... Okay,
1: wait, I didn't
0: know that. I, like, I figured it out, because again, like, I played all the <laughs> way through up to the bosses and I'm like, this is the same bad song it, again. <laughs> wait, so. wait,
1: in World 2, did it at least change? Uh, you know, honestly, I okay. played the
0: first level of World uh-huh, Tour, uh-huh. 2 hoping it was different and it wasn't... Like, the background was still the same. I was still oh. the same... Forest, the background probably. was the same. Oh, I thought they'd change out yeah. the background,
1: but the mechanics would
0: be the they same. They had like maybe like more road and maybe more oh, like no. obstacles were different, oh, but the background no. was still the same. Uh, but it was like raining. Uh, uh, it's like okay.
1: I mean, they cranked this game out. You got to hand it to
0: them. No, I don't have to hand them anything. but a, a big no dog That's terrible. Anyway, oh, they did. Yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly right. I paid right. my twenty nine ninety nine, and you rented it. Max and I had to buy it, so we handed um, them money. Yeah, man. Okay, back to my rating. The more I talk about it, the more I hate it. I'm giving this a twenty five. Oh. <laughs> <No. laughs>
3: okay. Well, um, that's pretty harsh, um, but it is also very accurate. Um, so I'll give it a, a fifty. Like it's a game. It's not broken. Yeah, I, didn't I, play I definitely it. think I. I don't I believe enjoy I gave it. the previous
1: Bob'sy game like end a of discussion or, a or something. And I, I feel
3: like I'm not
1: as incensed by this one. Like it has stuff for me to like yeah, not hate. Yeah. Like I was like I'm paying attention to stuff. I'm like having a time with it. Like it's not mm-hmm. like it doesn't do any anything for me. Like with any of its aesthetic, mm-hmm. but like there is a ga- there's some gameplay here. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> there's some gameplay that's not the worst thing i've ever played i don't know so yeah uh 45 let's say all right all right that's that's fine i just like it was too right.
0: it was just like yeah. inoffensive to a fault like uh-huh. i just like uh-huh. didn't and actually you know it wasn't even inoffensive it was partially offensive but you know what i mean i think I'm, i've I've said my piece yeah i've said my piece okay <laughs> I'm walking away. I'm walking away. I uninstalled it. All right. I'm mailing it back tomorrow. Just so walk away, right. man. Walk away. All right. So <laughs> let's get ready for our next rotation of games. So Max, it will be your pick first. What is the game we're playing and talking about next month?
1: All right. So uh, this is a game that I've. I think been meaning to, I I don't know. There's a lot of games that I've been meaning to bring up on the podcast, but this Mm -hmm. is one of them that like, when I was like, start, we're starting the podcast. I'm making my initial list. This was definitely near the top. I'd say this one and one other game are like, have been on my list since day one. Um, and so, you know, we've been talking a lot about Cuphead here where it had great bosses, but not as great levels. Um, so this is probably, probably my favorite, Favorite action game that really Balances both bosses and levels Uh and that is Castlevania Rondo of Blood uh, uh, originally released for The I PC Engine CD ROM uh back in I believe 1993 uh Put the cuffs on me if that's the wrong year because I'm pretty confident in that uh no. It's a great action game. Uh, Tim, you can play it on the Vita Castlevania X Chronicles was originally a PSP release of it. But then recently they released it on PS4, along with Symphony of the Night in the Castlevania Requiem collection or whatever they called it. Uh, Great action game. I love Castlevania Rondo of Blood. So let's get into that next month. Awesome, cool. I'm very excited I was just
0: telling Max and Evan earlier today uh, The only Castlevania <laughs> game I've ever played Is the first Castlevania And it, it's good, like it was great um, But yeah, there's a whole yep. bunch of people who love Same. Rondo of Blood, yeah. who love Symphony of the Night All that stuff so. uh,
1: And when Tim told me that, I just like did a dick dastardly Like rubbing my hands together Like, oh boy, just yeah, you they... wait <laughs> Don't
3: just you wait You're gonna whip things so good
1: oh, oh, yeah. You dastardly dick <laughs> You <Yeah>. think... <laughs> You think you know about Whipping from Castlevania 1, but you don't.
0: I don't, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You don't. All right. And uh, so, as usual, we will also have a uh, roulette game that's come out in the last month or so. So we're going from, I think, the dates of, like, May 16th to June, I guess, 18th-ish. So um, I'm going to go ahead and spin the wheel this time. Uh, Let's see what we've got. Hit it. Okay, oh, no. um, let's see. <laughs> no, is that, is that, is that true? Oh no, tell us. It is, uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey.
3: Thank you, it, thank you, R&D? Thank you, oh.
0: That worked out pretty well. Wow. Awesome. Okay, well, that's that's great. Oh, I'm no. excited to... I, I haven't <sighs> beaten it yet, so I'm excited to play more of that and get back and
1: talk to you guys about that next <laughs> I'm month. So. I'm just worried I, now. Now I'm worried that you guys are going to like the roulette game more than my choice, but we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. <laughs> um, well, there was also a chance
0: for uh, Bloodstained, uh, oh. Ritual of the Night, mm. which is the spiritual successor uh, for the Castlevania games that's to true. come out. Uh, that also came out, like, today. So that could have come out with the roulette, but it was just... Uh, just one spot away that That would have been interesting because that's
1: more new style castlevania whereas rondo blood is old style castlevania right Mm -hmm. oh well oh well that's how it goes um okay guys well that will do it
0: for this episode of my best friend's game thanks again for listening um yeah we're looking forward to talking about those games next month Uh, What do we say? I am... (laughs) I'm Tim Zemanikin. I am. am, am, uh, It's been a month. Um, I'm Tim Zemanikin. You can find me at Twitter at Tim Z-E-E. I'm Evan. You can find me on Twitter at Evsters. And I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at Max Sims. And you can find all of us, for this podcast specifically, at MBFGCast. Um, Yeah. We're looking forward to seeing you again next month we don't see you but you know what i mean <laughs> so, uh, we're cool looking forward, forward,
1: to, these so good looking to, forward to, to being inside of your ears
3: on the left okay. on the right okay. asmr
1: oh i
0: don't know if we have that capability <laughs> i'm i'm going to make that happen you'll okay, see yeah, you'll okay. see in the final cut okay all right uh, Good night, everyone okay.
4: Knockout!